0: What's going on everybody? Dan here, aka Red. Hope everybody so far is having a great, wonderful day. On my side of things, it is currently 1.36 in the afternoon. I am pumped up. I'm excited. I do know that the the coastline right now is probably getting smashed a little bit by a a nice little uh, storm that was supposed to hit. Thankfully right now, there's nothing hitting us. Uh, and I'm super excited because I actually get a chance to pick up my son, my older son, Tyler tomorrow, which I'm so stoked about. Honestly, can't wait uh, to see him because it's it's been a, a bit uh, I don't know, last year. I think maybe um, actually, no, i seen him this year. That's right. But, uh, um, I got to see him when I went to Jersey this year for St. Paddy's Day. So yes uh that was very cool a lot of fun um and you know my my girlfriend got to meet him so that was an awesome time so pretty much we're going to start things differently uh how we normally start things is you know um we go either straight into what we're supposed to talk about but no i want to start talking a little about us a little bit and my brother's here right now as well he's listening to the podcast i'm sure he's on his way to his next call and then, uh, yeah, beep, beep, dagger, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, gosh. Uh, so, he'll be probably in and out entertaining, I'm sure, uh, in the chat room area. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm super stoked about this weekend. might even do a little camping tomorrow. I'm not sure uh, fully yet what we're gonna do if we're gonna stop on the way home and uh, you know enjoy some time together, uh, go camping or if I'm gonna drive straight home, back home and uh, plan something out because uh, he will begin put to work on Monday. I have a bunch of stuff that I needed him to help me out with, uh, especially right here in the house. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Super exciting. I'm sure that Adam probably has his own plans going on for this weekend. Uh, and, up, Gunner, what in the world are you doing, dude? You're, don't lick that. Like, I got, I got my, my dog candied, uh, especially since her, her, you know, her back area and her legs been hurting, uh a brand new bed. My knuckle headed dog is licking like, it's one of those uh, Serta Peder, you know, Peter beds for dogs. So I, I got her one of those cause she needs something to be the lay on that's softer than the freaking damn floor. But of course she doesn't want to uh, actually, um I gotta wait till 2.30 for my next job. <laughs> oh, that stinks. All right, well, let me see if I can. No, no, no I was going to say, let me see if I can get you another call in the meantime. But no, I won't do that because I know you got 50 minutes by the time you travel to some other call. If it's not in that area, you got to travel back. So we're just going to keep you where you're at. Um. So, yeah. Uh, Donner's bad. She's not even laying in a damn thing. Like, she lays in it sometimes. Right now, she's laying right next to my feet, but it should be uh, interesting, to say the least.
1: This dang thing. All right, just putting uh,
0: a real quick... I'm sharing real quick that we're on the air live.
1: What the hell just happened? Why did that just happen? Oh, there it is. United, not divided. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's something that we need to be talking about. And we are
0: also going to talk about current events. Uh, That's how we're going to open up the show. So we're going to open up the show with, you know, what our own plans are, what we plan on doing uh, stuff for, um, that's going on in our particular lives. And we're going to talk about some current events and then we're going to get to, uh, our regular, uh, deal. Um, which is cryptids, you know, paranormal UFOs, you name it, we do it. So that is what we're going to start doing. That's what I want to do. I think that's a great way to start things out. Um, So that's what we're going to go ahead and give it a try. I had a chance to actually uh, go on the broadcast yesterday with uh, my buddy uh, Caps. Who well, I'm surprised ain't on yet, but uh, he's probably actually on his own thing right now. But which was pretty cool. You know, it's always always entertaining. So I definitely recommend if you want entertainment, he plays music and he talks, you know, uh lets you call in, say whatever you want to need to say. As long as you're being respectful, he's all about it. So that's what I think we all should do. Man, uh, definitely anytime you get a chance, you see caps on uh, K-A-P-Z. Go ahead and give yourself a listen. Uh, very cool guy, nice guy. He's one of my admins on here as well. Uh, so there we go. That is the game plan. And that is what we are gonna do. Sorry, I'm still typing. Cause I'm like, I'm awake and like wide right awake, but for some reason, not fully awake. You know what I'm saying? Plus I'm getting sidetracked right now so there we go bow, bow, bow. and there's another podcast which i'm actually uh, excited to start listening to called mysteries and monsters it's a pretty cool deal uh we got some big guests for the rest of this month and another five lined up that's what their their podcast is uh, doing uh so you know definitely check them out they, they seem to be pretty pretty cool um do 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 do. And uh, yeah, so now let's get ready for the show. I am planning on lining up some uh, pretty cool guests in the future. I'm going to try to talk to even uh, maybe even uh, Tony Merkel, see if we could get him on the show, especially since pretty much we kind of cover the same stuff. Uh, Tony Merkel with the confessionals Uh, he also has another uh, cool podcast that he does with his father as well but um I want to try to get Tony Merkel on the show when he gets a chance he's a very busy guy so it's probably not gonna have happen anytime soon considering that I'm gonna be a guest on his show and I'll not even be able to be a guest on his show until February of next year sometime that's how backed up he is George what's going on how you doing today No. Maybe I should have said hooray. Uh. <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's what the game plan is. Uh it should be uh don't forget about our man for yes. So me and Adam were both on the show yesterday. I got I was on there uh, talking um and Adam was typing because he was you know, busy working and he was just trying to, you know, listen. So he was listening and responding, uh, through the, uh, thing, but, uh, yeah, definitely got to check out his show. Matter of fact, let me, um, give him a shout out real quick and I'll tell you exactly. So Persian golf language college, that's who you need to follow. Yes. I know it is a lot, but trust me, once you put some of that, it'll pop right up. Um, he's a, uh, awesome awesome uh so they, they talked pretty much about entrepreneurship since i had my own business i gave my two cents adam added his two cents uh to it as well um and i found out some information as well so i i was uh kind of shocked i was happy to find out that for every 10 men uh that open a business you have seven ladies Open a business, and I think that's amazing. If you go back, as I said, even back then, if you're going back just 60 years, it wasn't nowhere close to that. It was nowhere close to that. So, um, I'm happy to see that the numbers have come a lot closer together. Uh, you know, maybe one day for it'll be 10 and 10, you know, or one and one. So, it was still very, very cool uh to to learn some of that information also i believe it was 73 percent uh people that start a business apparently you know their own business do not want to have anything to do with it at once they're done once they've you know finish things or it doesn't work out for them they don't want to try again they just that's enough and i can understand that i could really understand that from a business point of things And pardon me if I sound like I'm getting farther away. It's because I will be getting farther away in a moment, because I just got to take good old Gunner out before he tries to run through the door with my arms still attached. Uh, But I I think that's honestly, it's a challenge to have your own business. There's many challenges that you face uh, day in and day out. There's no question about that, and you're always going to face challenges it's not oh it's not always going to be a nice smooth road it's not always going to be easy i mean for me for instance business-wise business-wise you know uh it's it's hard it really is for me it's uh definitely a challenge and the the challenges thing is not you know being able to follow up with customers or provide the service for customers but the challenge for me uh, wise is making sure that they're always happy. That we're always, um, well, besides your patience, I have patience of a freaking king, dude. Uh, but to uh, to for people that just give up because if it's hard, then that's not really where their heart was. I mean, what I what I would suggest if anybody had a business and just gave up on it. Find something you truly love to do and you enjoy and then make a business out of that. But you also have to put in. uh, Adam's calling in. So you also have to add to that, though, there has to always be supply and demand. If there is no demand and you just have a supply for something, it's not going to work out for you. It's just not going to happen. You have to have something where the people need it and you're the one that's able to supply it. And not only just supply it, you have to do such a great job that you have to make them come back. And, uh, you know, so you could continue to supply it. And they just come back to you. That's all they want to deal with would be you. So there's that. There's a, you know, for me, I have to make sure my customers are happy as can be. And we're not, You know, we're not in there putting in wrong parts or we're not in there uh, breaking things or uh, there's just a number of things that just happen. I mean, especially when you're inside a house, you could damage something inside the house. Or if you don't hook up, say, it doesn't happen as washers as much, but a dishwasher, you have a dishwasher and put their water line in and not be full in. All of a sudden you got their their house is flooded. That's definitely not a bill that you want to get. (laughs) So you got to be, you know, really good at what you're supplying. You have to be great at what you're supplying. Don't be mediocre and think, oh, yeah, right, we're going to get this to work out. If anything, get somebody that, uh, you know, works for you that knows what they're doing. That's another smart thing to do. Hey, how's it going? I am so glad. We were just talking about you actually before. I'm actually kind of talking about your podcast right now, um, and how it, it inspired me. So, yeah, when it comes to like businesses,
2: no, I can't really
0: hear you, Adam. You're cut, you're cutting in and out. Like you're you're popping on as a, a listener, then then you you like right now you're not even showing up as a listener, but you're showing up as a caller. Uh, so I can't really hear what you're saying.
1: I, uh, yeah,
0: you're, you're cutting out really bad. Um, so anyway, that's, that's the thing, you know, you want to start a business, you have to do something where you, you, it's needed. You can't start something that's, you know, that really has no kind of demand. And that's the thing, like if you don't have that and it's just a great idea to you, that's nice, but it's not going to be successful because you do not have a product that is able to, you know, that the people want. You have to have a product that the people want. You have to have a service that the people need. This, this is a must. Now, some areas, like, uh, say safer what I do, which is appliance repair, some areas are, you know, use appliance tax to fix their, uh, you know, their appliances. And some areas don't. Some people will go out there and buy a brand new washer, dryer, you know, brand new appliance when, you know, they don't need it. But because they can, they will. Uh, thankfully, the area that, you know, I live in um, which I cover over a 60 mile radius um, we are needed and since I cover such a big radius we we pretty much stay where we want to stay which is awesome Uh, we don't really pass that radius and I'm hoping to continue building you know even uh, hire another person Um, so yeah That's, that's a great, yeah, as Adam was saying, you have to have a niche, you've got to, because if you don't find that niche, that is something you love. And you start a business that mm, you don't know a lot about you don't you don't have a love for it. That's when you have the chance to fail. When you don't have that love for something. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of times you're going to fail because you're not really interested in what you're doing. And that's horrible. You know, I would I would love to have everybody that starts a business that let it, you know, turn it into success stories. But in order for that to happen, you have to love what you're doing, because if you don't, it's simply not going to work out. I know where people have loved a business when they started it and kept it going and all of a sudden they fell of love with what they're doing and then you could see that. You can see the outcome of it. You end up seeing the the business start to decline. Instead of staying on the up, it just ends up declining. And you have to, you know, when that starts happening, if you catch it yourself, maybe it's time for you to sell your business. So you don't see your business decline. You sell your business to somebody who has a love for that business as well. And then in the meanwhile, you're now making money and they're having a business. So that's something that's very, very important. You, you cannot, without a doubt, cannot go anywhere uh, without having that love for what you're going to do. Uh, I know I love what I'm doing. I enjoy what I do. I don't get to go out in the, out in the field as much as I would like. Hopefully that's going to start changing up a bit uh, because we're starting to get busier. But um, if you don't have that love for what you're doing, you know, it's going to be trouble. It's going to be a hard, hard road, uh, especially we were also talking about on on the show yesterday as well. Uh, you know, a question came up with. Um, oh, man, that just totally popped. I had a giant brain brain Uh If you don't come up with a good idea, you don't come with supply to man. and you don't have or mainly if you don't do what you love and you don't have a business background, business background. And when I say that you don't have any kind of training, whether it's going to a trade school, a tech school or college, I recommend you no matter what, if at the very least take a business course, trust me when I say this, I'm telling you from experience that it is not easy. There's stuff besides taxes. There's, there's, Like three different tax ID numbers that you need, number one, okay? And a lot of people don't know that. But there's also things you need to do with paperwork and continuously having that paperwork, making sure you have your own kind of warranty, making sure you have a backup for your own warranty, making sure you have insurance, which most people do know. Not everybody, and then you have to make sure that if you're supposed to this business that you're going into, if you're supposed to uh, need a certificate and anything, because with me with appliance repair, if if I was to work on doing freon units, right, for compressor stuff like that, then I'm gonna need a special certificate. And soon there's gonna be another certificate that's needed because they're changing. uh, Some of these companies are changing. Uh, from the Freon that we use to a different chemical. So there's no longer uh, R134A, they're changing it. I think the one I've seen was like six, I want to say 600A, just 600A. So it's, you know, things are constantly changing. You constantly have to do, uh, you know, training classes, training courses, you have to stay with it. It's not going to be easy road. I promise you it'll be worth it. Being your own boss is one of the best things you can do. It is all on you. Everything is all on you.
3: Hey, hey. there, Dan. Hey there, Adam. Morning. What's up, guys? Oh, not much. Adam's going to try to,
0: I guess, connect with us. He's having a bad reception because he's not here uh, with me at the office right oh, now. Wow. He's headed to his last call. Uh but I'm sure he'll pop back up in a bit. I was actually just talking about your show yesterday and what a great yeah, show it I is. Yeah, I hearing it. That's
3: nice um, of and, you, man. Thank
0: you. Uh, no, without a doubt, man. I, I I enjoyed your show. I think it's awesome uh, for you to put a do a show like that where it kind of helps entrepreneurs or future entrepreneurs even help make that decision, give them a little bit of knowledge of what they should do.
3: Thanks so much, and I really appreciate it you came actually and you stay I know you were like super busy but uh you stayed with us and that was really helpful thank you and I was uh just now listening to you um talking about the courses that they need to take and uh I was gonna share some of my experience if that's okay with you oh yeah In definitely do man. definitely yeah, definitely sure. do okay, so uh, I kind of started getting serious in entrepreneurship like from three years ago when uh, I had this idea of making a hydrofoil, hydrofoil surfboard. Uh, have you ever heard the name, hydrofoil? I have, I have, I have. Yeah, hydrofoil surfboard. So that was my first idea and I was really, I don't know, super excited to get it going. And, uh, you know, I, I, I had it. It was like a dream, and I thought, okay, everything is going to fall into place. But uh, it actually didn't. And it was quite challenging. And up until now, after three years, I still, uh, although I've made a, a actually mold for it to make a, a fiberglass body, but still I haven't been able to do it because back then I didn't know what to do. I didn't know the steps that I needed to take. So, uh, one book that I have read recently. And it really helped me was disciplined entrepreneurship. It's uh, actually the the person who wrote. It, I've I've read the Far translation, so I don't know the name of the original author right now, but he's one of the professors in MIT, and um, he actually describes entrepreneurship in a very a disciplined way as the book suggests that the title of the book suggests, and it, it takes 24 steps uh, towards uh, making a successful uh, business. Okay. Now it mostly applies to businesses like, for example, uh, like applications or stuff like that. Uh, things that are, uh, things that are not bound to a certain uh, location. I mean, like for example, your store okay you, you said that you you work in a 30 mile radius okay so uh like uh, i cannot do something here in iran that makes money for you because we're so far away but this book mostly talks about businesses like for example whatsapp facebook uh that, that uh operates worldwide but it can also apply to small businesses such as yours and such as mine um so i suggest people who Want to get an idea of what entrepreneurship is and what they need to do to read this book, Disciplined Entrepreneurship. This is a really, I think really I'm useful gonna, book. Uh, and
0: actually, buy that now. That's by a Mr. Bill
3: Alut. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. But that's,
0: yeah, that looks like a great book. I'm going to check that out. Thank you for uh, bringing that up too.
3: Sure thing, sure thing. It's a very useful book. Actually, I took a uh, course. It was a two-day course that uh, it it lasted like less than 16 hours, I guess. No, it was more. It was 20 hours. And uh, the translator of the book actually taught us the book because it's a course book that is designed for universities too. I mean, you can teach it at university or at colleges. So um, the thing that he really emphasized on you know, was the love for what you want to do. He said that the key to starting a successful business and the main thing is to love what you want to do. That is exactly what you were saying. If you don't love it, you just can't do it. You, you cannot spend enough time. You cannot spend enough energy because I guess when you're working, you shouldn't feel like you're working. You should feel like you're doing something you love. You should enjoy your time. And I guess that's the reason most businesses, small businesses, fail. Uh, and it is because they do not pay attention to the background that they have been raised in, they have been uh, exposed to. So um, I think that if you want to start a successful business, the first thing is to ask yourself, okay, what do I love the most? So when you find what you love and you finally, in the end, eventually find a way to make money with it. Then uh, that will be a very successful business because it's not only the money; it's you know it's your life. So you have to enjoy your life. So yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. Uh, and those are uh, the important things. And it's not a lie when people say knowledge is power. It really is. I know uh, for a fact that without training in the area, you can't just pick up, like, for instance, appliance repair. If you know nothing about appliance repair, if you've never worked on appliances a day in your life, you can't just go one day, wake up and say, hey, I'm going to start this business. Um, Because there's more to it than just repairing appliances. You have to make sure all the parts are coming in correctly. You have to keep date up to date for delivery on parts. Uh, you have to make sure if you have a warranty, all the warranties are being upheld. And uh, all, above all else, you have to make sure you have great customer service. Um, and unfortunately, I, I I worked for somebody that uh, he hired myself. I had 10, you know, 10 years plus years at the time. The guy Joe had 10 plus years at the time. And because of us, he was, he was making money, but because he didn't have that, experience with one-on-one being with customers and, and knowing that, you know, as soon as a part comes in, you got to call them up, get a, get a hold of them, let them know the parts in, um, and make sure everything is on time. Uh, instead, you know, it was very, uh, lackadaisical when it came to trying to stay in communication with the, the customers. I had, I had customers calling me and then I would get an answer for him. I would end up calling right away saying, hey, uh, this part come in. And, oh, yeah, yeah, it came in last week. Okay, great. It came in last week. How come this job's not done yet now? Because you have people that are waiting, you know, not a big deal if it's a micro machine or uh, – I'm, I'm sorry, machine, <laughs> Microwave or a, uh, no you know, a dishwasher. At least for me it wouldn't be. But for that person, I mean, that might – that might need like mean everything for them. It might, they really might need it. And if, if they paid you to fix it, Absolutely. so your job is to make them happy and make sure it gets done within a reasonable time timeframe. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's some things, unfortunately that are out of hand, we'll have back order parts. And if it's a back order part, sometimes you got to wait a month to two months because the warehouse that actually makes the part don't have anything in and they have to get them all made. Uh, So you have things like that. But you also, again, have to talk to the the, the, uh, customer and let them know if you didn't let them know right then and there. So uh, it's a thing that you I believe when it comes to these franchise uh, franchises, they should at least train somebody for six months doing on the job work getting that experience for the very least six months.
3: You know, it's very interesting you mentioned that, Dan. You know, I had the same experience in the, in the institute that I used to teach in, but in a different way. You see, when a person comes to an English class who wants to learn English, uh, so they're in different levels. But, uh, and uh, of course, we teach in different levels. I mean, we have different levels of classes uh usually languages are divided into six levels a1 a2 b1 b2 c1 c2 c2 being the highest and a1 being the lowest um so we have different levels of students coming in but we don't have all the levels of classes available i mean a student may come in with for example b1 level but the level that we have that is available is for example a2 so uh, Back in that institute, they didn't used to be honest with the student, with the customer. They would say, okay, the good level for you is A2. So the guy would go in A2 and he would see that, okay, stuff are too easy, I'm not learning anything. And then they would leave. And of course, when they leave, um, they give you a negative reputation or the opposite. The guy came in, for example, with B1 level, but the class that we had was B2. So instead of being honest with them and saying, okay, you have to try a bit harder when you go to this class because it's not exactly your level. They said, okay, this is the perfect level for you. you. can go in. You can be, I don't know, very successful here. So the guy would go in. He wouldn't learn anything. He would leave the class. And again, negative reputation. I think just what you said is, is exactly true. You need to be 100% honest with your customer all the time. If, if the part is going to be, I don't know, delivered in two months, okay, let them know that there is a part needed. It's not available now and it's gonna be here in two months. So people, when they know what's going on, they feel satisfied. They feel like you're helping them, you're their friend. But when you try to deceive them, when you give them the feeling that they're not important to you, that is when you start losing customers. And of course, you don't make money.
0: Exactly. And I mean, I, I, as somebody who was a student, and I'm actually even thinking about going to school again um, to go for my bachelor's in business, uh, I want to be, I want somebody to be honest with me. If they, if they don't have the class that I need or, or, or trying to put me at a different level, of whether it's going to help me or hurt me, uh, you know, that's what mm-hmm. I really need to know. That's, I don't want to be lied to saying, Oh, this is definitely the class for you. And all of a sudden I'm taking it. All right, great. It's easy, but I need something that, Stuff I don't know already. I need something that you know exactly. I th- I actually have to learn training that's going to help me out, um, which is uh, awesome. But uh, unfortunately, there's like a lot of there's uh, there's a lot of sorry. My girlfriend just came home. She got off to work today. Oh, it's her
3: girlfriend. Say hello to her.
1: There.
3: Bring him outside, please, babe. I'm,
1: I'm crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the dogs are all happy to see her, and she's loud,
1: louder Sorry. than ever. He, you know, your
3: dog is out. just like my uncle's dog. <laughs> he gets too excited, and
1: they
0: get us too. That's yeah. Exactly.
1: I, I, I yeah. Oh. The
0: one that you hear Stop. is extremely jealous. Of
1: you. There.
0: If you don't pet him. He, then he starts barking at and you then howling. and howling. High so hand he, hand he hand. has your attention.
4: Hi, Okay.
0: Just Can you just bring him outside real quick, babe? Uh, okay. Just so he's not super loud. I know Gunner's on your leg.
4: Stop. Hi, pretty
1: girl.
0: But, yeah, and to me, uh, business-wise, again, like we've said, you have to have the love for it. You have to have the training for it. Why are you jumping around Ooh. like
1: a horse? Get over here, you!
0: <laughs> Calm it down, you knucklehead.
1: You Knock down candy, you turd.
0: Diddy, is she okay?
1: Yeah, she's fine. Thank you,
0: baby Here, big Sorry,
1: I'm trying to. I
0: know, and my girlfriend gets sidetracked like squirrels do. What? There's
1: A squirrel? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Sci- what are what are sidetracks? I Side like uh, sidetracked, uh, like um.
1: I like a squirrel.
0: When you're, when you're, like paying attention to one thing, and all of a sudden something else catches your attention right away,
1: like squirrels.
0: Squirrels are famous from you know, well, unfortunately, always not knowing what side of the road they want to get onto, so they end up getting ran over. But that's very much my girlfriend.
3: Okay, sidetracks. That's interesting. (laughs) You need what? I didn't know that. My debit card. You need to
0: put gas in your car. Well,
4: I'm taking yours.
0: You ain't taking my car. I gotta take my car for tomorrow, and I'm I, my gas is good.
4: I need gas to go
0: to South Oh my goodness, this is craziness.
1: And I need to leave now because it's an hour and a half drive. You're leaving now? It's an hour and a
0: half drive. Well, you get back here with the card because I have to. I have to leave here.
4: I will come right back.
0: We give you the card. Oh, car. See? Oh man. Sorry. I don't know if you have a missus, but it's
4: an emergency.
0: They surely are expensive.
4: This is
1: an emergency situation. <laughs> it's
0: an emergency situation. Ugh.
1: Well, it kind of is. So, the two,
0: with the uh, that's that's fine. Just one Just do what outside. you gotta do, real quick.
1: Oh,
0: my son, good. Um. Yeah, she just comes in like a hurricane. <laughs> yep. Yep.
3: Yeah, you I'm are. Like just a like. A- and she took your debit card. Yeah, she took my but debit card, too. <laughs>
1: oh,
3: <laughs> yeah, man. okay. Say goodbye
0: to your money. <laughs> shopping spree, nothing. <laughs> no, I don't think so, lady.
1: I'll be right back. going to go to
0: the gas station. All right, oh. go to the one that's right there. That V's, that's actually the cheaper one. I, I went to the yeah. Walmart one and it's left like right? it's on your left hand side, right before you hit the main road. You make no. it right out, it make it right out of our development, uh-huh. and it's on that left hand side where we where we turn. Oh, yeah, that's cheaper. Okay,
1: I'll
0: be right
1: back. All right.
0: Uh, back she just comes
3: in, just messes everything up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unbelievable.
3: That was nice. You see, my my uncle's dog does the same thing. You enter their apartment, the dog starts jumping, starts putting his claws on you and barking. And then you have to hug the dog and and pet it and tell him that he's a good boy. And then after like two or three minutes, he becomes quiet. But there's a ceremony that you have to go through in order to quiet down the dog. Uh, he actually got me in trouble once. You know, it's like a big bully. So I, it's <laughs> like a little bully, although it's little, it's a bully. So once I was walking him by the beach, and uh, there, there there were some wild dogs there. Uh, I mean, that they, uh, they didn't have owners. Okay, so there was a puppy with his mummy. So my uncle dog starts barking like a bully i guess it was a kind of threat so the mommy starts barking too and i was like okay it's just a mom barking and it's just a little dog barking i can i can control this all of a sudden i see three huge dogs just racing to me with their mouths open like i don't know they were like dragons maybe they (laughs) belong to daenerys targaryen or something i don't know so they start attacking the little dog, and I was like, oh, my God, he's dead. The dog's name was Julie. I said, okay, Julie's dead. What am I going to tell my uncle? So uh, I just pick up the dog, and I turn around myself in order to gain momentum to, to raise the dog above. But uh, they eventually got him. They, uh, they put some scars on his body. But Julie oh. got away and I, I was running behind Julie. I i, I ran for like two kilometers oh. uh, to get to him and he was sitting right in front of the door. And I was like, seriously, I ran out all this way to find you in front of the door <laughs> of the house. <laughs> so I took care of him. I gave him some medicine, but uh, that was a scary experience. I mean, one oh, sure. second I thought that I lost him.
0: Yeah, it's definitely scary. I can't even imagine that I've. I've had where I was, uh, back when I was in high school, I had um, a German Shepherd. and He was only maybe seven months old at the time, tops. But he was a decently big dog. But our neighbor had this, I don't yeah. even know what kind of dog this was. But it was one of the biggest, and it was like a pure white dog. And it had like mm-hmm. these hellish black eyes. It was a scary looking dog. And I'm, I'm good with dogs. I love dogs but this dog was not a nice dog at all. So I get home from football practice and this dog is loose and meets me right in like about three houses from where I live <laughs> and won't let okay. me pass. Him. Like I tried on three different occasions trying to pass him and he would snip at me. And I'm like, Oh man, well, there's no way possible. I'm outrunning this dang thing. <laughs> He's, he looks like a hellhound. <laughs> So I tried to like take one more step and then he gets in front of me and starts ground and then he starts coming closer to me and now I'm back tracing. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I can't outrun run this dang thing? And then out of nowhere, I see my, my dog jump out of the window went right through the screen runs up and gets wow. himself in front of this dog and me and actually got this dog to back up. I don't know how he got that dog to back up because the dog was still bigger than him. By a the lot confidence, I guess. But, man, oh wow. Yeah. And he made sure he let me walk home. I walked home. He seen that I was in front by the door, ran up, ran inside with me, and I shut the door. I was like, oh uh, my goodness. And I'd see my neighbor. I called him up. I was like, hey, your dog is loose and was oh, trying to attack me. <laughs> Max, how you doing today? But uh, yeah. That, that, hey, Max. Crazy how dogs act like that. They really. My my one dog Bear. He's a very uh, very spoiled and um, with affection anyway. <laughs> uh, jealous <laughs> dog. Like if I walk home and I I'm just petting one of them or petting my pup, he'll just growl and, and like howl at me until I pay attention to him. I have to actually pay attention to him for like five minutes to please him. If not, <laughs> I try to walk away and just give him a couple pats. He's he'll, he'll be as loud as he just was. My girlfriend came home because she was more concerned wow. about our older dog candy. Cause she's been having problems recently. Um, so oh, she, oh. she's, uh, you know, I bought her a special bed yesterday because the helper and of course she doesn't lay in the dang thing. <sighs> she. She lays on the floor still, but uh, she's been having issues. So my girlfriend's been very worried about her, just trying to check in with her all the time. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely crazy. Max V, how is your day going, sir? Oh, thank you for sharing the show. I appreciate it.
3: Actually, I have a question, Dan. How can I share the show? Uh, so um,
0: let me see. On do you have a phone? You're listening to it on. For yep. wow, that's it's pretty uh, early in the morning. That's the time I got to wake up tomorrow. Um, so if you mine yesterday, it was by the uh, it was between the um, all in button and uh, the gift button.
3: Uh huh.
0: So in the middle of that, there was uh-huh. the share the share option.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it.
0: Oh, I, 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 uh, I appreciate I can share that.
3: Anything I want, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, Max, uh, since yeah. you're a first-time listener, normally uh, my show is, uh, as I'm sure you can tell by the name, Monster Investigators of America, uh, we like to talk about like the cryptid, the paranormal, UFOs, uh, aliens, conspiracy theories, stuff like that. But today I got a. Uh, we got start off a little bit different. So I was talking about how my day went yesterday, and uh, as you see with per- Persian Golf Language College, um, I was on their show yesterday. I ended up talking about how much I enjoyed being on their show, especially with the topic. What they are talking about uh, is entrepreneurship, and which I hold very near and dear to my heart because I am an entrepreneur, and you know I'm I'm still looking at doing different things. So it's always cool to, uh, you know, listen to other people's podcasts as well and help support him. I, I shared his show a couple times yesterday, but, uh, he's, uh, a, definitely a person I would consider a friend. So, um, that's how my show got started today. I haven't even talked about it. To, Same to, here. We're to a topic today. And, um, probably not. Cause I kind of want to talk about something that's also near and dear to my heart. Yeah. You know, the, the craziness that's going on in this, in this world today, uh, You know, it bothers me, man. It really does because it's where there are people just fighting each other for no reason. And we really need to try to come together and stop all this craziness going on. It's really too crazy out there. Like uh, there's no reason for people to be hating each other, regardless of, uh, you know, your personal beliefs or religion background or, you know, the color of a person's skin shouldn't have anything to do with. I've always been taught, especially by my father. You know, you don't judge a person by the way they look. You don't judge a person by the color of their skin, but you judge the person by their character and how they represent themselves. And that's how I've always been. I've never, I've never seen a person's skin as probably, probably as some people are just like, yeah, okay, whatever. You've never seen a person's skin color. I don't. I just never have. There's so many people out there who will be like, oh, you know, this this Asian person or this black person or this white person. I don't ever do that. If I, if I, I always say, Oh, this, this guy or the, you know, this lady, that's how I describe people. I never say, you know, them and then uh, the color plus, you know, you know, whatever the, the guy or girl or whatever it is. Uh, so that, that bothers me deeply. It really does. To me, that's, that's, it's crazy. It's sad that, that, you know, being the year 2020 that it seems like we're going to reverse it. I mean, if you go back to like, you know, 600 or 700 and, uh, you know, the times where you, know, you had Vikings and pirates and, you know, uh, not really the middle of times, but right around that era, there uh, there was, a bunch of respect. Now, the were There were slaves. Yes, there were slaves, uh, but there was also where everybody still didn't really base off each other's skin until a little bit later on in history. It didn't matter what color you were, if you it, you know, or what uh, religion you believed in. If you were a slave, you were a slave. It, it, they didn't do things because of that. They they enslaved you because that's they had the power to do so. Um, in today's world we need to start getting past all this stuff we really do it's sitting there trying to fight hate with hate just ain't going to work out uh, is there a time to fight for what you believe in there always is but there's you got these white supremacists that are acting you know starting a whole bunch of trouble you got black supremacists starting a whole bunch of trouble and then you got like a mix of these people that really want to see all of us fight each other you know they're putting in, they're putting in efforts to try to make it happen. I'm just—I really hope that we all don't fall for it. It's—it's it's a shame. I, I believe deep down uh, in my soul that you know we're all truly the same. The only thing is, maybe some of us get a little bit more sun than others. I mean, I—I get sun, I turn red like a lobster. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's uh it's you know uh, unfortunate but i guess that's it. it's i'm i'm part nordic and i'm irish so it's <laughs> that's just what's in my blood we don't we don't tan right away for us to tan we have to get turned into a lobster a couple times um
1: you're you ostrac- have eyes,
0: dan i got the eyes yeah I do. yeah you got nice eyes <laughs> I, I got the, i do have the uh the the blue eyes. So I uh, appreciate that. Yeah, it's to me, it's really sad, man. What's going on in this world? I just don't understand. See, I enjoy talking to you. I've talked to people from all over the world on this podcast, uh, podcast, and it's, it, it's meant everything to me. Your park ration. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's I don't uh, I'm very, uh, very, very scared of a race war. I don't. It's not needed, you know. I get to meet so many awesome people on here. Hey, Ashton, how you doing? From all over the world, and I enjoy talking to everybody. Sit there. I don't try to, you know, start fights or I don't. I don't judge people by anything except the way that they act. That's it. The character, and that's how we should really start being. It's just really. uh, It's sad, man, that we get this, and you see people now. Um, they were getting beat up just because of the way they looked. It, 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 <laughs> that is awful. Man. I, I have an eighteen-year-old son, and I have a fourteen-year-old son. You know, I'm thirty-seven years old, so I'm, I'm you know still a young man. But that is my biggest fear that somebody's gonna you know, hurt them because of the the way they look. And my 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 one son, my one older son, who I'll be. <laughs> Picking up tomorrow, he's albino, like he he is albino whites, uh, and I, I can't even. He just burns. He doesn't tan at all. He just burns. But you know, I, I would hate for somebody to run up on him that doesn't know him uh, and just to beat him up. You know, it's uh, I see you. Yeah, I I seen you disappeared for a second, then you came back, Ashton. Um. But that would break my heart, man. And it would fill me with anger, too, because I would want justice. I would want whoever hurt them to, to, to pay. It's And right now, it's crazy. People are getting away with a lot of stuff that they normally wouldn't get away with over here. I've, I've seen people get uh, – I'm 37. I've seen people get away with with murder. There legitly is. There, there's – and unless something got updated that I haven't found out recently, but there's an 18, uh, not 18, I'm sorry, eight-year-old girl that got shot because she was on the wrong side of a uh, the street. Wow! Shot and killed. And that that breaks my heart that that would happen. And it breaks my heart that nobody tried to stop them and bring them to justice. I don't know how to and mind my business. Black. She was black, yeah, she was black. Um, she was crossing the she was crossing the street. They they're like a, basically kind of trying to do the U turn. Apparently, she was just on the wrong side of the street. I think it was a setup. Like, a, I don't know if you heard about Chaz. Um, I did. But it was something similar to that effect. And she was just turning around. She wasn't trying to go into the, that part of the area, but she was just trying to turn around. And she was with her cousin, and they shot and killed her. Like, it, yeah, it, it just pisses me off. You know, I I've, i couldn't imagine being that, you know, that girl's father. I felt bad for him. He was on giving an interview. I don't know if I would have the strength to do
3: that. I don't what think I would have the strength infinity. to do that. And these people just stuns me. I mean, I was once watching a documentary on BBC. And I don't know which part of the U.S. it was. But uh, thankfully, it was an old man, not a young man, saying those words. And he was saying, yeah, the good old days, we used to shoot any niggas that we saw. Yeah, was, that's
0: that's crazy you know, to me, man. I was
3: shocked. And I was like, the good, good old days, we, we used to shoot them? I mean... Kill people and, that's, and call it good old days.
0: And don't get me wrong, I've I've heard that before. I've I've heard somebody actually say that, and then I open I I've opened my mouth to them, and I've almost word for word I've heard a guy say about the good old days and then be able to shoot him, and I was like, yeah, that's funny, man, because back in the good old days, I said we used to be able to shoot people like you too.
3: <laughs> that was nice.
0: Well, yeah, it's just to me, it's 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 aggravating. I don't know how to handle my – like I don't know how to mind my business when it comes to certain things. I've seen – I've gotten involved where there's five guys beating up one guy and I jump into it because I don't believe that's fair and I'm not, a, I'm not a person to sit back and watch things. I just can't. It's not in me. It's not in my blood to sit back and let somebody get jumped and beat up. If it's a one-on-one fight and they're getting beat up, then it is what it is. But when you're fighting five versus one, those odds aren't fair. So unfortunately I don't know how to, to mind my daughter. Oh, Oh my gosh. that is so sad. Ashton. I am so, so, so sad. Yeah, that is rough. Um, but that's another, I think an issue in today's world too. There's too many people that are, you know, just busting their phones out and recording something. Instead of trying to help somebody out and put a stop to it, uh, there's and don't get me wrong. Sometimes that's a good thing. It really it is for somebody to bust out because then you have evidence, video evidence of the person doing wrong. But somebody has to step up and do something. You just sit there, and watch somebody get the crap kicked out of them and just, you know, just watch. It's just not acceptable. Uh, there's just too many people that stand around and don't do what's right or don't stand up, you know, to bad people.
3: I'm just speechless. It, and
0: that's, that was part of the, that's something else I wanted to talk about today. Uh, it's uh, to me, Stuff like that, man, we have to try to come together. And I, I, I firmly believe that, you know, around the world. It shouldn't it shouldn't matter, you know, unless the person is really a, a legitimately bad person. And, okay, yeah, understandable. But when you have people that you don't know anything about and you're just judging them because of the way they look, that's that's wrong. That's completely wrong in my
3: book. It totally. You know, we, have this, we have the same situation here in Iran with Afghans. You see a lot of Afghan immigrants come to Iran uh, looking for a better life, looking for stability, looking for I don't know, security. So um, I, as a teacher, I've had several Afghan students, all wonderful people, very smart and bright people, good students. They always respected me, and I always respected them. So once in, in one of my classes, um, a student made a joke about – uh, the fact that one of his friends was an Afghan and I, I don't remember what I told this to them. I remember I was like I, I was speaking for 15 minutes or 20 minutes about how stupid and unhuman it is to to judge a person simply by the place that they were born in okay so she wasn't she's an Afghan well, what's the big deal? Afghan is not on earth Afghanistan is not on earth so we're all human beings we're all living on the same planet. All of our bloods are red. So, what's the difference? I mean, why should we disrespect the person simply because of the fact that, okay, they were born in another country and they came to our country? We're exactly. To take care of each other. I mean, if they had problems in Afghanistan, they came to Iran, we have to be uh, understanding to them. We have to support them. Of course, they didn't have a good life, they came here. So should we make another hell for them here in Iran? Absolutely not. We need to show humanity, and we need to show understanding, because at the end of the day, uh, we're all human beings on the same planet. doesn't matter what your color is, where you come from, what language you speak. We're all, we, we are all on the same ship. If the ship goes down, we're all dead. So we need to take care of each other, and I really appreciate people like you, Dan, who stand up to bullies and get themselves involved in situations where they could just walk away, but to have the courage to go in there and to do something, that that is something that you do not find a lot these days, and I guess you should really take care of that char- characteristics of characteristic of yours, because... It's something very valuable these days, and very rare. Actually.
0: Well, thank you. I definitely, uh, definitely appreciate that. And it's, it's you know, I, it, you're 100 percent correct. You know, I, I believe that we, we should start trying to help each other out instead of bring each other down. The thing is, if we if we ever all united, just as one per like you know one people, we would be unstoppable. There would be no limits to what you know humankind could do. Exactly. But unfortunately you have you know the greedy people, the evil people, and they want to keep us apart. They want to keep us divided. Because if we come together, that's it. That's it for them. They can't rule us. Yeah. And and that's that's exactly what happens. Right now they they're they're exactly taking advantage of the situation that they're causing. Divide and conquer. Exactly, Max. Exactly. Um, And if anybody else wants to call in, too, feel free to call in and talk. I'm more than happy to talk to, you know, everybody that wants to uh, pop on. Ashton, all right. Well, you disappeared. I was just about to hit the. Mm
1: Really?
0: Really? What? I wasn't talking to you. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. I'm
4: leaving. Okay. I got sprayed with gas.
0: You got sprayed with gas? Did you wipe it off?
4: Yeah.
0: You cleaned it off? Right? Yeah. Well, all right. Just want to check. It, eh?
1: The pump got stuck.
0: It'll burn your skin.
1: Love you. Love I you. wiped your nose and had boogies. All right. Love you. Love, Love you, you later. Home soon.
0: Well, you, you won't be home soon because you're driving an hour and a half away from home and then coming hour back.
4: And seven minutes. All right. But
0: still Hey Ashton, how you doing?
4: Hi, I'm sorry. I'm you're speaking to your wife. I, I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: Oh, she, oh, don't call her my wife. Uh,
4: oh, I'm
1: sorry. No,
0: no, no, girlfriend, girlfriend. Oh, oh, f- get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, echo- not Welcome, afternoon. Ashton. Why just say oh. that? She's in the
1: house.
4: <laughs> oh. yeah. Am I echoing at all?
0: No, not on
3: my side. Uh, uh, no, you're okay. okay.
4: Okay, good, good. I just wanted to say, um, this is about the only cast, and I typed in the chat, that I go to, um, someone took my photo, actually three people did, and they're running around saying racial terms and the N-word. So any other cast I go into, they jump on me right away. I mean, right away. And um, I've gotten blocked from Podbean probably seven times now. I have seven accounts because I keep getting blocked because they think it's me that said those racial terms.
0: That's the and thing. They, they should have... be able to go back and prove that you didn't.
4: Uh... Well, I emailed I mean, them. I emailed Podbean, but I don't know.
3: Yeah, you know so we, do you just because they have the her same her. picture as you, they block you?
4: Uh, yeah, they just block me, yeah. And then there's a guy on here, Glenn... Um, I took I had I took screenshots of this and sent it to Podbean because he said, "Um, I don't care um, if Action gets raped, murdered, killed. I don't give a fuck." And so I took wow. screenshots and I sent it into Podbean.
0: See, I wish hey they guys. did something like that What's my going freaking- on
5: my This seems like a, a really happy, a really happy and joyous event. What's going Pops-ki? on, guys? Is, is everyone happy? <laughs> is everyone got the the happiness going yeah we were good lovely friday isn't it it's been fucking raining where i am but the you're definitely making it entertaining right that's for sure oh i'm fucking hell what are you doing entertaining max oh god he's a dirty australian it's like 4 8, 4:30 <laughs> in the morning where he is now he's just lying in his bed wishing he was a fucking northern hemisphere inhabitant <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ashton, what's yeah, up, man? Ashton, why are you, that's, that's Why are you? Why are you still calling in and complaining? No one should be bitching about you, but at the same time, you know. You no, it was just. On,
4: it was on the subject, so I, I called in to let them know like those things happen, and that's. It, that,
0: that is crazy. I mean, I've had my um, my very first show on Podbean. I was I was talking about uh, Sasquatch. And yeah, I remember that came in and he was uh messaging on the uh chat, so I was reading it and I wasn't thinking a lot about it because I'm talking about Sasquatch. So he's like, Oh, do they like uh, bananas? And then I'm like, Yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm sure they probably like bananas, I don't know that <laughs> I don't know what they eat. Uh, and then he's, then he's talking to them about monkeys, and he then oh, Rachel that of course pissed me off and I'm just not going to say it. I won't give them, I just won't let it happen. But, uh, I, uh, blocked them. I just, I don't have time or patience for people like that. And I get very, when it comes to things like that, I get very pissed off. I'm not an easy guy to get pissed off, but there's certain subjects and certain things. If you say to me or bring up to me, then I'm gonna it's get backed mad. into a
5: corner. Any if anyone gets backed into a corner where they feel a little bit defenseless, defenseless and a bit hurt, and like it's going a bit wrong, of course. Gonna... Max, actually, if you
0: if you follow me right now, you can check out the episodes because pretty much almost not all, but most of the on air episodes that I do, I just publish. Um, so number one is definitely on there. So you could listen to it if you want when you get a chance, but it was it was pretty cool uh, episode for the, being the first one.
5: Well, I, oh, I, was, yeah. I asked you a question earlier. I asked you a uh, question like in a a, cu- a couple of couple of places ago. I don't remember the the the, the place, but I remember the time. It was probably yesterday. At Mia, I was like, I was trying to say like, have you have you like you know you know um the wondrous curio, you know curio's show, don't you? Yes. yes. So Curio's also also got Curio's also got his own website as well where he'll podcast kind of like interviews that he's done like like as proper podcasts without it being live and stuff. But on his website he's got um a couple of podcasts about cryptozoology and this kind of thing. And I think you'd be into that if you've you have or you haven't listened to some
4: previous Heck no, don't go <laughs> to Curio.
5: Okay, he's the yeah. one.
4: He's the one that said that I said the n word, and he said oh. he had it. He had it recorded, and I kept saying, "Repeat it." Re- then, you know, play it if you actually have that because I never said it, and he won't play it. Screw him.
0: then I won't, then I won't listen to him because I'm not going to support somebody like that. Max, how uh, you doing, buddy? Thanks for uh,
5: calling in. Uh, hey guys. I, I didn't... All right, caps. How's it going, you anchor? Hey, Max, you- you- Max. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Caps. Hi,
5: Caps. So, Max, uh, you, you, caps. Like,
0: uh, you like the cryptid stuff, huh? No, oh, I'm no all over there. it.
5: Can
0: yeah. I- yeah, carry on, Max. Go ahead. Now, did yeah. you ever have any kind of experiences yourself?
2: Um, Yeah, actually a few. Um, that's the whole reason I tried to start this whole Podbean thing so I can get somewhere to just publish all the stories and stuff. <laughs> But, uh, oh wow,
0: that's great! I mean, well, if you if you want uh, if you want to share it today, be my guest. You could share, um, but we because oh, caps is calling in. Do you remember? Um, um, you? um I don't I don't mind you sharing, Aww. man. Um, oh, I, you, know. oh
5: you got to give me my intro, kid. Am I a monster?
3: I fucking love all of you, motherfuckers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
5: The one and only
0: Cap is in the building. Uh, But Max, yeah, man, if you want to share a story... I've got got the of boy's nephew in my
1: house.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is he still there? Is fucking Danny boy still in the house? The one and
1: only.
5: (laughs) Has he not... Oh, Persian, that's okay, mate. There's, There's seven calls. It depends on the phone you've got, and it depends on the latest update, basically. Um, yeah, I was going to say, isn't that a new wait.
1: thing? Because when I first yeah. started,
0: I think it was only... um
1: started? <laughs> right,
0: so, Max, if you would want, um, Monday...
1: I'll
0: do an early morning show. I'll do a 7 o'clock in the morning show for me, so it'll be a little bit uh, earlier, so it's not, you know, this time right now for you
5: if you got yeah, yeah.
0: if you got if you Is got android, android On nine we can or do 10. And be a
5: guest what's that uh, if, you, if you got android 9 know. or 10 it'll always show seven spaces to call in and there are seven callers that can call in if, you've well, got if you got android an iphone got an it,
1: it
0: works like that too but when i first started this there was only i think always be three
5: that was available to me Caps, you're in the matrix, bro. You're just spitting out like horrendous background noise. We
4: we did a really cool cast. Ouch, I'm echoing.
3: I guess you guys need to use your earbuds or earphones or something.
1: I think it's (laughs) definitely (laughs) getting
4: Can, can can you yeah. yes, oh, okay. Oh, we did yeah, a really, uh, yeah, yeah. We had a really fun cast this morning. Um, about the paranormal. It was really cool. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, sorry, actually go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I got I got to play some EVPs, and we talked about different experiences that happened, and that was awesome.
2: Yo, yo,
1: say yo. Yo, say again, yeah, again, Dan. Dan. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, you yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're an Yeah. going to hang is up, guys. It? You... But... It's, it's not you. After oh, yes, Cap, you. But... Thank I mean, you, you could stay on you if you like. No, it's not
0: you. it's not you. I'm pretty sure it's Caps. Oh,
1: it's
0: Caps.
1: Yeah,
0: I was gonna yeah, say. I think it's captured. Oh, he's muted.
4: Even if you're muted, it can still cause an echo.
0: Yeah, it was Popsky. Yeah, it was Popsky.
4: There we go. That has gone.
5: Yeah, Popsky's yeah. fucking shitty Popsky shit. The thing is, I can. I, I can. It's still Popsky. I can hear all of you echoing.
2: Oh, it's because they're in the same room.
5: Caps, it's Caps you, man. Max. Hey Max. You ain't
2: me, you wanker. Oh, hey, hey Ashton.
5: Hey, you were the last, one, were to the last the one to the party. I'm going on. I'm going on anyway. I'll <laughs> see you later. Hey, monsters, I'll talk to you about, about the story that I was going to tell you. I'll tell you later. All right, man. All right, have a good one. Have a good one. Bye, Caps. Bye, Caps.
3: See I'll
5: be on. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye.
5: So is the echo no,
3: stopped? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's,
5: it's, not. not. it's you, Popsky. It's, it's,
1: Pops. Pops. <laughs>
4: it's always Popsky. <laughs> Actually, the echo on my end was was stopped. I don't hear it.
3: Really? Because I really? hear it.
4: I can't hear any echo now. I
3: can still hear the echo. I'm
4: hear
3: hearing my...
0: No, it's not Popsky. I don't hear it.
3: I hear my
1: own uh, voice.
4: Oh, clear, clear.
1: Clear. There you go!
0: There we guys. go!
5: There we go! The lowest, <laughs> lowest! Oh no!
4: Oh no! Oh, pops gets totally you!
5: I'll get out! I'll
4: get
5: out! Oh here! We'll we'll <laughs> we still have it? We
4: still have it? Yeah, we still uh, have it.
3: We still I, have it.
4: I don't hear
3: it. I can hear you I can echo. I you echo. Dan. Dan. I'm echoing. I'm echoing. Oh, I'm gonna fix that. I'm gonna fix that. Um, l- let me let me try let me, let me try Maybe. I don't think it's to me, it's me. Let,
4: me, it's me let me okay wait no let me hang up hang on let me hang up let's see
3: if we're all going wipe one by one All right. so I don't
0: uh, is it good now
3: yep yeah I don't hear it
0: that's funny though it wasn't Ashton last time um, yeah it's good now right. man. Still, it's good. still good yeah that's, that's weird one. That's all great. right
5: Hey, Still it's not now? me, it's not me, nope. it's not me, nope. it's, not me. Nope. It's, not me. Nope. it's not me, it's not me, it's not me. It wasn't it was Ash at first
0: either, can, though. Can, can you
5: can, can you hear the echo? The echo, the
2: echo. echo. <laughs> <Are you laughs> Shut up. You're making it up. <laughs> 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 you nutter. <laughs>
5: What's going on, Max? Max, Max,
2: Max? <laughs> I'm fully awake now.
0: <laughs> so, Max, uh,
2: <laughs> thanks to <Yeah>. you.
0: <laughs> If you want to uh, share a story on Monday's show, man, be my guest. Uh, we're we're going to yeah. um, definitely uh, do a show. Today, I just decided to kind of tell, you know, talk about everyday life and just some current events going on. Um, you know, some of the stuff that's been uh, bothering me a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's actually been a really fun show, uh, to be honest with you, to talking to all of you. Um,
5: Close to the end.
0: For me, no. I'm probably gonna do maybe another half hour of the show, and then I got a little bit of running around I gotta do. I gotta go actually uh, to the bank and pay uh, Adam for this week.
5: Don't forget to transfer all that money you owe me, man.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we weren't supposed to tell anybody about that. I don't know why you got you go just tell everybody about our business, Popsky.
5: Well, that's fine. Take ten percent off it, and just make sure you get
2: that three and a half hundred thousand <laughs> dollars. You sell them bets again, Popsky. Shut, up, Max. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. Max,
5: Max is betting on kangaroos.
0: Uh, that's I'm, what it, I'm a kangabanger. Know, kangaroos
2: a kangaroo, are nasty. Yeah,
0: kangaroos, yeah, you know, I've for <laughs> one before. They're
2: crazy. They're dirty fighters. Yeah. They kick. No. A kangaroo will knock Tyson out. Yeah, kangaroos are... I, I was watching a guy
0: box a kangaroo. It was a bad idea. Yeah. On his part. It was
5: they an They're tail and their kick. Wait, what channel is this on? That,
2: that's what they don't <laughs> understand. They'll go He's fight a kangaroo for a video, but they don't think that as soon as they get kicked in the stomach, your guts are out.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's all fun and games. Still, your guts are hanging.
0: Yeah, they're, they're definitely uh, not that, really not a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I, it's it's been a pretty cool show. I'm I'm just really on here we're just talking, having a good time. Anybody wants to share any kind of stories, it's cool to me. But um, we'll be back at a regular program starting Monday. I'm gonna have my son on uh, the show Monday because I'm picking him up tomorrow. I got to go do a five-hour drive to uh, Maryland. I was going to say, man, oh, well. are, you, are, you,
5: are you doing your camping trip? Are you going to go camp- camping with the sun, or are you just going to right back? we are,
0: I've been debating about it still. I think we're going to stop and go camping. Um, I was I'm only debating go. about it because my, my one dog hasn't been feeling too good but she seems to be feeling a little bit better. So I think I'm just going to go out, stop and uh, go camp in probably somewhere in maybe Virginia, South Virginia in the mountain area.
5: Yeah, man, that's nice, man. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I, I like, you know, regularly go camping and like while camping and trekking and like take a canoe or something like this, do a bit of portage and like between rivers and this kind of thing. Take my fishing rod, man, that's nice. That's nice. I haven't done it. Said, I went for two months last year, like from...
0: Um, oh, that's uh, a lot of fun.
5: In August to, uh, August to October. Uh, but I haven't done it at all, at all this year.
0: I, mean, I went in, camping, uh, I think it was a month ago with Adam. We went camping and did our thing. We took some pictures. I'm trying to get this website going for the show. It's a little bit more complicated than I would like it to be, but... We'll have all the pictures and stuff on there. We're gonna—I don't know if anybody follows us on Facebook. We're gonna start we'll posting do. the pictures on there. Um, so if you, I if you follow, don't, definitely. I follow you
5: Twitter. I follow you Twitter. I do. On I Twitter. do on Facebook, where it's, I, like, I don't really use like Facebook that much. It's just for close friends and family. But um, definitely follow you on Twitter. Yeah.
0: So I'll, I'll I'll try to post some pictures out. But the main our main thing is we're we're gonna do the a membership only uh, is the plan. Membership only thing. I think it's like gonna be a dollar a month. I believe. But then you're gonna get the extra shows exactly. with the um, pictures exactly. and videos off. of anything that we do. So stuff like that. We're gonna end up doing.
5: It's not just gonna, be you, it's not gonna yeah, be you guys. All the paranormal goodies. No, You guys dressed up. You guys dressed up as Bigfoot. Is it?
0: Uh, I can't make no promises. I
1: can't
5: confirm or deny that. <laughs> I mean, I, I would make a one-out payment now just for like, you know, a, a, a big three-hour video of you guys prancing around like dickheads.
1: I would dickheads literally. I, I,
5: would, I would fly across to America, rent a car, rent a shitty banged-out car, and like <laughs> break down somewhere for you guys to come and fix it up, dressed up as scat squats.
1: <laughs> yeah. You just want them
2: foot fake
5: pictures, don't you? Bigfoot. I'm not Donnie I'm not Donny. If
0: you ask, if you ask Adam though, he'll he'll say that I I am Bigfoot.
5: But no.
0: Nah, well, we're probably gonna uh, have some fun though. I think we're gonna I, have some, do a couple cool things. We we're gonna nah, have a nah, I love, I, love some, uh,
5: I love you both. I love you both.
0: Oh, thank you. We're, we're going to end up having a contest, I think, in like two weeks. Um, the winner is just going to get a shirt. It's going to say Monster Investigators of America on it. And we're going to have a cool design. Um, I'm currently doing the design for it now. I'm working on it. Um, Good stuff.
5: You better not like, lose that competition then, unless you can do a shit logo. Well, that's the, the competition is for you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: All right, okay, okay.
5: The competition is for the
0: listeners. So What we're going to do is we're going to post five videos up. Uh, and it, you're going to tell us why it's real or why it's fake, um, and find oh. whatever you made you think that they were real or fake. Uh, a little bit me, of me are, investigation. Me, yes. So we're nice. we're going we're to punch it to the test a little bit, but the outcome is you you know I think we're going to do like first place gets a t-shirt, uh, second place gets a hat, and uh, I don't know, but oh. maybe a free, free membership for whoever gets third place
5: outside of what happened before i genuinely and i'm going to say this for the third time now the twice in the same podcast but the third time because i i advised you in another podcast definitely go and check out curio's um um website and try and listen to that um that interview he has with a a genuine cryptozoologist so like it's, it's definitely worth it curio's curio's a good guy man i've got like all the time in the world for him um, nice. On, nice. Like he's a he's a he's a solidly good. He's a good egg. He's a good person, man. He's he spits the science. He's generally all right. If um, if, Ashton thought, if Ashton thought like he stepped out of line with him, then maybe like he was being, I don't know, man. No, he's real. He's real. He's real. Like was, like Ashton's a good egg, but she's had a few problems on here. Like she got got backed into a corner and said a few things that she shouldn't have done, but at the same time. Like it was a little bit of a gang up moment in the Podbean. I know lots of, you know, I've been on the Podbean for a little while now. Um, and well, there's a good community, but there were a few moments where it got a bit edgy and she was rightly or maybe wrongly backed into a corner and reacted in ways that, like, would be not normal to a normal person to react, okay, because there were. Egged into it, or like put all on their own, and everyone ganged up, and it was a bit unfair. So Ashton's a good person. Curio's is a lovely person. There's, there's there is a reason why curio is at number one, and that's not because he's a dickhead. It's because he's a wonderful guy. He's a lovely guy. He, well, I mean, he could be Kiro. number one.
0: I, I got a competitive side of me. I'm gonna have to take the number one spot from him. Uh huh <laughs> I I, uh, I do plan on having some pretty cool guests on the show uh, besides a regular call in so besides just the regular listeners I'm just gonna try to have some actual uh, legit uh, cryptid, uh, zo- cryptid zoologists zoologist uh, on here um we're gonna have some uh, UFO uh, experts on here as well along with some paranormal experts so that is definitely in the works um,
2: Ooh, um okay. actually-
5: even oh. an ex-Freemason. Oh, my goodness, mate. I'll, I'll just oh. say one, one, last, one last plug, and like, this is a completely random plug. I'm probably going to jump on, jump onto someone else's podcast a bit later. Just look at the, like the top-ranked ones. I'm going to jump on there in a few hours after I've drunk a few more of these awesome liquids that I've bought. Like, that I've bought <laughs> I will. I'll mix up some more cocktails, but I'm going to do the Friday quiz. So it, it, like there's a Friday quiz, it's every week, and I'll, but I will th- there's a few different people who are on, and I'll just jump on there, sabotage it, take over, and do a really, really weird quiz. And it's not about knowing the answer, it's about knowing the rules and being, being able to make your, your brain work, and I'll explain and give examples to every single round of the quiz, but it's not about knowing science or an answer. It's about being able to put the pieces of the puzzles together. So there are there are points left, right, and centre, and it all goes to charity. So it'll be on there, and we'll go, man.
0: <laughs> sounds uh, definitely sounds pretty interesting.
2: Sounds confusing.
5: About... Yeah, interesting, confusing. Popsies quiz, all to charity. Let's get as many people as they in there. If you if you go into a room and I'm in there, I'll be doing a quiz at some stage later on or tonight. It'll probably be a certain time, which I'm certain of, but you might not be that certain of because we're on different time zones. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> Extremely well, different zones. Uh,
0: Popsky, you're in the UK, right?
5: Yeah, man. I'm so in I the think UK, you're five,
0: right? You're, you're only five hours ahead of me. What's
5: it? Uh, we're are, we're at 8 p.m. Talking?
1: 8 p.m. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're man. only
5: five hours ahead of me, so not, so not that about, much. I would say in about three hours there is uh, three hours four hours maybe maybe even flipping five hours depending well, on how by, long. Well, by, by
0: the time the foul, five hour mark comes, I'm I'm gonna end up having a couple beers tonight, so it, it'll be a little bit. Uh, I'll be laughing probably no matter what. <laughs> Unfortunately, I get very uh, uh, comical.
5: Titillated. Yeah, titillated,
0: titillated it. as it were. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that sounds good, man. I might actually pop up then and, and give, it a, give it a listen, at
5: the very least. Yeah, man. The thing is, when I do the quiz voice as well, because I'm, like, I, I work at university, I lecture, and I have to work with lots of international students as well. So when I get on the mic properly and I have to like convey knowledge like for understanding the rules, I become a little bit more of an authoritarian fucking diva. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's all right. I, we all have to,
0: we all have to uh, do it from time to time. Mainly, anytime I'm dealing with Adam, I have to be an authoritative figure. But uh, I'm actually surprised anytime. he didn't pop on here. I haven't. He, he was on earlier, uh, but it was having some connected issues.
5: Who's is that? Sorry, who's that?
0: Uh, my my younger brother that's normally on here with me, he he he's normally on here as Eye Dagger, but my brother Adam, he Little uh, Adam, he he was having some kind of uh connective
5: issues earlier. Uh, is he the one? That at, is he the one that shit at the internet? Who Adam? <laughs> he's, I'm yeah. sure he probably did or
0: tries to. Or he say he'll say he would.
5: Oh, I love you both either way, mate.
0: There we go, we're going back. Connect you. What
3: in the world? There
0: we go. Oh,
3: sorry. Dads are too hard to convince Jesus. Hey, what? Persian guy. Persian guy,
5: what's your, hey. how do I how do I how do I say your name a little bit less like my name is Farbod. Pramod. You were just Pramod. saying that, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat butt. Yeah. I was... <laughs> Pramod, when originally first
0: came on here, I wasn't sure if I was saying it right or not, but thankfully he said I did. I thought I was slaughtering it.
1: I felt I'm so bad.
0: And when you're like, no, you're, you're saying it right. I'm like, oh. And then Adam was saying it wrong, so I smiled a little bit and laughed because <laughs> he so gets like, pretty... He gets stuck up sometimes when he's saying names like he knows knows how to pronounce them way better than me. I'm like
1: ah
3: whatever. Yeah, uh, so I uh, you know actually, mine is not supposed to be so difficult for you English speakers to pronounce because it doesn't it doesn't contain letters that uh, you do not have in your language. Like uh, there are certain letters that we have in Farsi that. Yeah, do not man. exist in English. Exactly. Although yeah, yeah. English and Farsi have the same um, origins. You've got the no P, have from... you? Yeah, we have the P. Uh, uh, Arabs don't have the uh, the P. So instead of P, they say FE. So yeah. uh, that's why our, our language is now pronounced Farsi, although it's Parsi. Parsi, yeah. So, got yeah. It, man. Have you, have the you met, old word have you liked...
5: You, you speak. I can already tell very quickly, and I've not allowed you to speak very much. I'm really sorry, um, but I can already tell you speak wonderful English. and Your pronunciation is. I oh, said that, that. Thank you so there's, much. There's, there's, there's so another. Much. There's another Iranian guy on in on Podbean, but part of the Pod family. Okay, and I make that sound. What's like his name? They are mutually, mutually exclusive groups, but they're not, OK. So there's the guy called Frederick I've this entire time. You know Frederick? Uh,
3: uh, I, I know I've seen Frederick in my. Sh- I, I saw her yesterday in like, my show, and then later that I, in another show.:
5: Her, her is a him. He, he's a wonderful guy he's 24 years old and he's oh, like oh. a very in- intelligent guy he's he's made he, he's he's been on here for a couple of months three months and like spoken to everybody but his english has improved like fold over fold over fold but he's he's just got it he's got good banter he knows how to make a joke he knows how to be a ridiculous human being he smokes a few. Ci- <laughs> he smokes a few cigarettes and he likes a beer. But he has to sit on the roof of the family house. But now he's just moved back to university. Two thousand miles travel to university, but so his internet connections are at shit now. But he'll be on and off. Uh, he'll be on and off. And where is he from? Uh, which city? This City Tehran, but. He's not in Tehran anymore. He's gone to um. He's gone to university, and I, I, the the name of the place that he's at university escapes me. But he's studying. Is a, it I,
1: I'm
5: not sure. You might be right, but I don't hold either of us to the the exact answer. But he will I mean, be see, in Iran
3: um, has. So- yeah, he'll be going to now. um
5: he'll be going to Canada or to Germany or somewhere in Europe to do like the next level, like his, his master. Yeah, his those
3: mass are mass the level. usual destinations for Iranian students to go to and study. It's usually Canada, Germany, or sometimes Austria. They rarely go to yeah, the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, yeah, of
5: course, of course not. It's an absolute
3: visa issue for the USA, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But, it's a bit difficult to get the visa for the US, but Canada, Germany, those are the usual hops.
5: So you check his name. His name. His name on here is Frederick Salspallet. Down down there.
3: Yeah, I remember Frederick. I, I remember him well from yesterday's show, and he oh, told me okay, that he okay, studies okay, physics.
5: Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: He's a he's a lovely guy.
5: Yeah, it's nice, yeah, so it's, it's nice to have you as well. Uh, it's nice to have you as well. It's nice to have a couple of you hey, on you here. S- I've got. So did you, you learn mean? to say
3: my name now?
5: Hang on a minute. <laughs> <I've> got, <laughs> uh, I make a lot of pasta, right? And so because I make a lot of pasta, I've got like, yeah. you know, when you yeah. drain the pasta and you put it through that thing that lets the water out. So the I strainer? call that the sieve. We call it a sieve. So I've got two problems with me. I've got a memory like a sieve, and
3: I've got a memory <laughs> like a sieve. <laughs> There's double the problem. So it, it is, I was telling you that my name does not have letters that you cannot pronounce. It's only the vowels that are causing you trouble. Well, I mean, uh, with because... me, it
0: was either, I couldn't figure out if it was Farbad or Farbud.
3: Yeah, you see, the, the, the thing is that uh, you're actually, you have the best pronunciation so far in, uh, among the non-Persian speakers that I've heard. So uh, the way I pronounce it in Farsi is Farbot. Okay, farbot. so uh, w- yeah, farbot. the, the, the farbot. problem is that the, the, the way we pronounce Re is different from you. And also the vowel that you pronounce is closer to oo. While the vowel that I pronounce is closer to o, so while you then say farbud, I say Farbot. Um mm. So, like for a European, it yeah.
5: might deserve uh what we call like an umlaut, like two dots above one of the vowels to elongate the uh-huh. vowel. Like I'm, I'm a language exactly. teacher man, exactly. I love languages. Like I've spent a lot of time. Like do in you know? i spent 10 years in Asia.
0: Popsky, I got a, qu- a quick question because I-, I heard you say this before and it, only- it threw me off a little bit. But when you said cigarettes, don't – don't you know, over in the U.K., don't you normally call them fags? Not
5: normally. <laughs> not normally, no. But that is one way we could refer to – and there's not only one way to call – I was going to I was gonna say because
0: know. if not, my buddy Connor that lives over there, once I head over to the U.K., I'm going to kick his ass. the entire time
5: thank you thank you for defending the like uh a um a a word for homosexuals in a in a valiant way i mean like thanks again like i'm gonna fight you for saying like that derogatory word it's it's not it's it's not make me look like an ass i
0: thought he was doing i was like oh because it um, is a yeah, very derogatory word he, i mean over here anyway
5: but at the same time um it's a, like as a linguistic person as a person of uh, a man of letters a person of letters i guess you call it a man of words then you want to like have power over language and like be able to use certain words at certain times but absolutely there are well, I can only really think of two. Other other people might jump in there and go, "Oh my God, no!" There's probably three, but I think there's two words you can't say. You can't say the N word. You can't say the K word. I I I'm all about saying I'm not all about it, but I think there's a a, a mental a, a a mental illness word. Of the, no, not a mental illness. Mental deficiency. The word. I I think we can. Hang on. Let's stop dancing around here. Let, <laughs> let, let's all say "spastic" every now and again because it's not just um, referral to a dro- derogatory term. It actually has, like, uh, 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 you can use it. It's all right, generally speaking. But anyway, I like you. British people like using words and language, and like, like testing the limits. And so we're all we're all down for that a little bit, anyway. Before I get myself into trouble. Can you please pass me a, can you please pass me a shovel so I can dig my own grave? <laughs> I mean, I didn't get any booze Shovel's the passed. there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hook
1: you
5: on one. There Oh my god! I thought you were gonna give me the ravens. I thought you were gonna give me the crows then. <laughs> the crows.
0: <laughs> I was debating
5: about it. I was
0: debating about it.
5: It's all about the crows or the o's. Ah, oh, food. Where'd you go, brother? Oh, well,
0: it looks like he got disconnected.
5: But, so, uh, how should we? How should we refer to him? Should it be like PGLC? Yeah, PGLC. That's how we should. If he's not going well, to shorten it, then we have to. Uh, to I just him him
0: for uh, Far- Farbood, and since that's uh, the way to say it, I'll oh, just keep yeah. saying, since I'm not slaughtering it, I'm good. Farbood. Yes.
2: Uh, and he's an awesome guy,
0: man. He really is. A great guy. He's great. He's, he, he's great. He's great. Been, uh, I believe he listens, I want to say since the first episode, he's been a listener uh, of mine. And, uh, I got the chance to go on his show for a little bit yesterday. He was talking about entrepreneurship, which was a, a no really good cool subject.
1: Yeah.
5: Oh, I, I haven't seen his show at all, even. Jesus, how long has that been going on? Uh, I, I oh, want to say you, uh, it started for a couple of weeks by now, but
0: right.
5: <laughs> He's just being like, I'm receiving advice. And then I was like, Oh, that's lovely of you. And he was like, by force,
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it was like it was like so humble, but also so Western. <laughs> just like gave that beautiful quip. Hey, come on, man! Uh, Jesus and Muhammad—they were they were pals. They learned off each other at some point, didn't they? Until the fucking people wrote books about them. Or went you just them. won't stop. <laughs> that's funny. So I, I have got a story. Caps has got a story. I've got. We've all got a story, haven't I mean, So, and I and I did say one day I'll call in and tell you the story. Have we got enough time? We'll oh, we got,
0: yeah, we have plenty of time. Plenty of time. I'm only uh, about an hour and a half into it, so we got plenty of time to uh, before I run out of
5: time. Max, are you still awake? Or are you still? Are you having a little tug? Are you having a bit of wank? Have you got? Any, have you got enough tissues? What are you doing, Max?
2: No. Hey. I I, I'm here. I I just haven't had a chance to really talk, but I'm listening. I'm a good listener. So
5: have you have you have you got have you got? Me um, and Max
2: have been
0: messaging each other in the chat while everybody else is talking.
5: (laughs) You you been (laughs) excavating? Get up! (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my goodness. You know, I laugh like a freaking child too, man. Just as teenagers, just laughing out of the simplest freaking things. So, uh, yeah, man, go ahead and tell your uh, story, Popsky. Since you, you, you've, I've been waiting for a long time for you to tell me a story. Yes, please.
5: All right. So well, there's a couple, but I'll I'll end with I'll begin with the most recent one because the second one is a bit tongue in cheek, and and I love the second one. Um, no, I'll tell the second one first. The second one's good, man. It goes back to my Go childhood, ha- happy times. The second one is a childhood one. So um, every every like I was born in uh, on the island of Sh- the Shetland Islands. Sorry, the um, Shetland Islands. Uh, belong used to belong to Norway and it's a bit of a uh, uh, a Cat's toy. It's a bit of back and forth between the Scott Scotland and Norway You'd be given back and forth just as presents, but basically it's a Viking rape and pillage site. So, you know if, if anything I'm half Viking more than any of these fuckers if you see milk dog Oh my god, I'm much more Viking than he is anyway so during my childhood, we have always gone holidays to either Shetland or to the, the Western Isles of Scotland, the Isle of Skye, or up to the road to the Isles near Ben Nevis, the highest mountain in the UK, and all this kind of thing. Uh, and during that, those times, we, we made good lifelong family friends. Like There'd be lots of people who'd be reoccurring. Um, holiday makers to that area from far or not so far away, and there was there was one of our one of our very good family friends. Uh, the, the, the fathers of one of our very good family friends would tell amazing stories. He was a very good what we would call a raconteur. Raconteur being a good a good storyteller in in Africa and um, Mediterranean Europe, you'd call them a griot, a griot. A good storyteller. the Passer honour the passer on the passer honour, the passer honor of important heritage stories of mythology. And so he was telling a, a mythological story about uh, a Scottish beast, a wee Scottish beast. And so the beast in question for that night around the campfire was called the Kelpie, the Kelpie. And so a Kelpie is a dishonourable stallion. Maybe <laughs> a stallion would be a dishonourable stallion, which would be you'd only ever really find a stallion when you were, uh, as a child, an adult wouldn't see it, but a child would see it on a windy, stormy day. And you'd be walking up and down the <coughs> coastline. And then occasionally, like, as the sea came crashing in with the wind, you would just hear this kind of
1: neigh, neigh.
5: You'd hear this sound of like a whinnying stallion. It was bold and powerful and almost almost attractive. You know, you would go towards it. It, was, it had some kind of a sense of a siren about it. And after the blink of your eye, out the corner of your eye, you'd maybe see this image of the black stallion roaming up and down the coastline. It would attract, it would attract the children. And you go towards it and hear this whinnying. You think, oh my God, is this an animal in pain or struggling? What's going on? What's this powerful voice going on here? The children would be attracted to it. And just as you would go, oh, my God, look at this this beautiful black horse. Let's go. Are you okay? What's going on? And the horse would, like, turn into a weird serpent and take the children back into the sea. And so that night, after being told this story of, like, the the stallion on the seashore stealing children, and, like, where we would camp, it would be right next to the sea. And I just remember that night hearing hearing him like uh, tell that story so well much methods much much better than I've just told it now so much better of course that um, I remember like going to sleep full of marshmallows and meat and Scottish food or whatever and happiness and joy and just waking up about four o'clock in the fucking morning in a tent listening to horses, horses food, um, Hoofs pattering around, going brru-ra-ba-boom, brru-ra-ba-boom, brru-ra-ba-boom. <makes noise> all this fucking whinnying and horse pattering around. And I was about like seven years old, and I was just, I just woke up and was shitting myself. And then I was like, everybody else is just awake on the campsite, and we're all just shitting the shitting out of ourselves out of this story. And like we woke up and we we're like, Oh my god, did you hear what's going on? Who is everyone still here? What's going on? Are all the kids okay? What's going on? But it was like next door to our campsite was um was just um the campsite next door had horses for rent and they'd all just escaped. <coughs> That's the end of the story. That was pretty
0: good though. Wow. Well, I haven't heard about the kelp de- the kelp before.
5: The Kelpie is a beautiful kind of um, piece of mythology. Like I, I studied, like um, well, I study film, film theory, film history, film criticism, and the classics. Okay, so when it came to like outside of Greek mythology, when it came to Gallic, which is like what we call kind of like um, south of France, uh, sorry, not south of France, north of France, like the Brittany area and the UK and Ireland and and Scotland, especially. So, is the Gallic myths and the mythology of this kind of storytelling, this kind of thing. And I I became really, really, really into this. But the Kelpie, like, crops up quite often, even in Scandinavian kind of mythology as well. And I I was really into this. And I I love this idea of the the beautiful stallion that comes out the water, tempts kind of young people, and then, like, drags them back into the sea. It's absolutely like viscerously horrendous. But, um, like to have heard that story the first time and then had horses escape into the campsite <laughs> while you're by the sea and just hearing the sea crashing and fucking horses running around absolutely amazing. That
0: is, that's definitely a that's an awesome story.
5: Thanks for sharing that.
2: Yeah, thanks, thanks
5: guys. So, that's why I went for story number two. Story number one is a little bit more terrifying. It's not more terrifying.
0: <laughs> Those are good stories as well. Max, did you want to share one of the stories? I know we're going to share something on uh, Monday, but if you wanted to share anything, anything today, man, uh,
2: be my guest. Um, I actually I actually want to hear this um, spooky story now. Um, my brain is a little bit rusty at the moment, as I haven't slept, thanks to Popsky, but... Oh my God. <laughs> That's it's all my fault you
5: you turned up in caps's podcast at two in the morning that's all my fault is it <laughs>
2: well, i just had this feeling this this sixth sense that it was going to turn into something magical and it did
5: we yeah, did
2: <laughs> so yes please um scare the crap out of us
5: have you not got one have you got one to share
2: um, no, not at the top of my head. Um, mainly folklore, like, did you see... Hey, Claire, how you uh... doing?
5: Alright, Claire, you fucking pansy, you've got one calling, <laughs> you little gypsy, you've got a story to tell, haven't you? Don't tell me off for saying the word gypsy, though. Bloody hell, Caps will fucking have a field day with you otherwise. <laughs>
2: a paranormal story a ghost story like a, ghost a, ghost story. Story. a weird
5: experience like a, a, just just like a cultural story do you know what I mean I just, I just call, to, like told like a round the campfire story where like the, the, the subject of the round the campfire story came true in the middle of the night she's got a lot she's got a lot of them calling calling bro think of one think of one I think we wanna call in.
0: Oops. Oh so yeah, there we go. He in. And he's back.
3: I am saved. You really? You got a lot oh, of them to share? <laughs> wow.
0: Jesus. That's awesome. I can't wait to hopefully if you want Claire, you can definitely share it on here. Um, that's pretty much what this actual podcast is normally about. Today's just been, you know, us kind of talking, hijacked uh, <laughs> and, Yeah, we kind of hijacked it. That's that's crazy. Um, yeah. So we're sorry, you hear uh, about noise.
3: I hear any Trump noise? Again.
0: No, no, I didn't hear anything.
3: So you can't hear my dad talking on the phone.
0: No, but if it, if it is, it's very, very low.
3: We can smell it,
5: but we can't hear your
3: halitosis. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> it is awful to be forced to listen to somebody's <laughs> advice that you don't want to hear. Uh, I know how that is. Yeah, it's my mother. So are we share Oh wow! Are, are we sharing uh, ghost uh-huh. stories? Yeah, that's what
0: I mean. Well, we're just sharing uh, regular stories. Uh, I've got one, actually. Popsky just uh, said a story about a legend that was going on. But, yeah, definitely share it.
3: Yeah, it's actually a first-hand experience that I've had. You see, we used to live in a house, which was kind of old. It wasn't that old, but, yeah, we could say it was 20 years old, okay? It was a duplex and... uh, we're a big family. So uh, my mom, she, you see, she, she said that uh, once yeah, she was, uh, I guess, washing her face and, uh, in the bathroom. So there was a mirror in front of her, and there was a, a window to her left. Okay, so she said, I was looking in the mirror. I was uh, checking out my face to see if I had gotten all the soap out of my face. So she said, I turned left, and I saw myself again. And then I turned around, and right at that moment, I realized that, hey, I I shouldn't have seen myself. (laughs) That was a window. So she said, I looked back, and there was nothing. So, uh, and after that, my mom told me that uh, every time I'm in my room, minding my own business, I always have the feeling that somebody's watching me. And you see the carpet because in her room there was there was a there was a kind of corridor that there was a very narrow walkway that led to her room. And when you stepped on that part, it kinda of made a sound. Okay, it made a noise. So she said that I can hear noises of somebody walking toward me, but whenever I look back, there's nothing. And that was wow. like the creepiest experience she had in that house. And later when we wanted to move out of the house my sister said that i was packing she was packing her stuff uh and her room was on the second floor and uh she said the moment i walked out of my room to to, to walk down the stairs she sees a very tall lady with a long black hair okay and uh the moment she steps out of the room the lady looks back at her with a very angry face really angry face so my sister screams and then the lady disappears so uh here in iran we have uh mostly believe in the presence of jen the, the thing that actually dan and i talked about the first time i was on their show and we believe that it was them i mean Usually, houses have some of them. No, some make contact, some don't. I guess they were the type that made contact, and uh, maybe they were just angry that we were leaving. I don't know, but uh, it definitely wasn't a friendly encounter,
0: yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's uh, uh, that is crazy, man. I I I've thankfully haven't had too many of the paranormal experiences. I've, I think I've, I've had two or three. Um, but th- the ones that I've had, I will, I will never forget. That's for sure. Then tell us. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I actually think you probably heard this one story be- before. Um, so I was, I-, I believe about 17 years old. Uh, My uncle passed away two weeks prior and one day I wake up, you get that feeling like when you're sleeping and somebody's watching you and you wake up from it. Mm -hmm. So I had that feeling. So I woke up, I looked around and I looked on the side of my bed and then standing right there is my uncle that just passed away two weeks ago. Like as solid as can be. Now my eyes, I was like, no, there's, there's I, this there's no way this is possible. I, I know he I know you passed away there's no way for you to be here right now um, and then he raises his arm and all of a sudden I feel like the shock go throughout my entire body wow. and then I, I fully like I, I jump up I'm looking around uh, my uncle's image disappeared and now I'm trying to you know put some common sense to what just happened. So, I was looking around to see if my foot or hand or something hit, like, one of the outlets by my bed. There was no possible way for it to hit anything, and I was wide awake uh, when it happened. So, it scared the daylights out of me, like, seeing that and then having that happen afterwards. Now, I don't know if that was just saying, hey, kid, I'm I'm good, and uh, maybe figured that to have a little fun with me, uh, send a little shock through my body or... Whatever it was, but it was uh, surely um, something I will never
2: forget. Wow! And what, when you got, saw his face, got, was it was it a happy 5% face? face? I've got
5: I've got five percent battery. I'll uh, uh, call in. I'll call in on my other phone. Hang on a minute.
0: All right, yeah, definitely, right. Popsky. Um, yeah. Right. So the face, uh, he looked like he was happy.
5: You know, that's that uh, probably
0: what really put me at ease. Uh, cause he seemed like he was happy. It didn't seem like he was in, you know, any kind of pain or anything like that. But then when he raised his arm up, I was curious to what he was doing. Or maybe yeah, I thought he was pointing at somebody, and all of a sudden I got shocked. And that, uh, is, is what, you know, kind of stunned me for a bit. But yeah, it was, uh, definitely, um, i um, a memorable moment, to say the
1: least.
2: That's, um, that's actually very hard-hitting because I, I can actually r- relate. I had a fairly similar experience um, with my uncle that passed away. Um, and, yeah, same thing. He was in front of my bed. And it wasn't a shock. It was that feeling that you get exactly the same as your story, but the, the feeling that I felt was like when, you, when you're when you falling in your bed and you get that real jolt sensation. Right. Um, that literally happened probably about three days after we got, uh, we heard news, my family heard news that my uncle uh, passed away by suicide. I'm um, oh, sorry uncle. to hear that. Um, yeah. So we you know, it's, it's hard when you haven't really seen someone your whole life and you're used to them being on the other side of the world. So when they're actually gone, and you don't really... You never really mourn how you should because you sort of still think, God oh, they're still alive. You're just used to not seeing them for that long, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, same thing. I was actually in my bed and I don't know why I was... I didn't want to open my eyes. I was comfortable sleeping and I, I just opened my eyes out of nowhere and also it first started off as like um, a distortion in the air in front of me and that distortion sort of and this is all in darkness pure darkness so how this distortion darkness started to turn into light and straight away I don't know how even before I knew it, it was my uncle or saw it I just, I just had this feeling it was like, um, maybe because I'm, I was always into, you know, the paranormal and all this, I, I am a believer. Um, but yeah, he formed and I couldn't see his face because obviously that's how he died. But I didn't know that at the time. Um, so I, I, I wanted to ask him, like, I know it's you. Like I, I, I can't remember what I wanted to talk to him. And as soon mm-hmm. as that thought came into my head, that just to say something, I just got this big, yeah, that sudden, uh, like the jolt, like when you, when you're about to fall asleep and you just, you're falling in your bed.
1: Yeah. And that like when, right when
2: Yeah. It, that woke me straight up, just like you. And i turned the lights on. I, you know, how you say you pinch yourself to make sure you, what you saw is real. And, the whole room just had this electric. I don't know how to say, like, like if you can fill the room with electricity,
1: no, yeah, density. you can
0: feel like a, almost like the power coming from the yeah. room itself.
2: So the apparition's gone, but for a full five minutes while I'm sitting in the bed, that I can feel this
5: Your shit tingle
2: around my body. Electricity, yeah, tingle. Um, so yeah, just listening to your story, man, it brought up emotions and all, I've got actually goosebumps. Yeah, story, I can man.
5: see, hear that, that, man. I can hear that. That,
2: that yeah, is, that's, uh, that is crazy.
0: And uh, then there's a, uh, my brother's calling in right now. Let's see. He's finished up with
5: his, uh. Adam. What's going on, Adam? Hi, right, Adam. <laughs> yeah, hey, Adam. Fucking dingus.
1: <laughs>
5: so you're all done in
0: spiffy? All right. So what do you have in here now?
3: Uh, Yeah, unless you got something else for me. How much uh, How much, how, much, no,
1: ha, you're good for
0: how
5: much? have you cost the uh, family business job. today, Adam?
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, I've been heading out about 15
0: minutes earlier, but I decided to uh, give him a quick hand on
1: something, a little customer appreciation.
0: All right. I mean, if you want to give hands, uh, that's that's on you. That's, your, that's your decision. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a different way to show it that you appreciate him, but that's that's all on you, little brother. Well,
2: we, like we got to love go up each up other.
0: Yeah,
5: man. <laughs> so like, I'm how going to fix this, <laughs> and I just
0: reset it
2: for a little quick, got it,
0: work, music. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, well, I'll see you in a bit then.
5: Be careful. Yeah, be there about an hour. Bye, bro be careful driving lots of love man take care <laughs> drive safe man Later, drive safe don't text and fucking how's it drive. going
0: dom how you doing today thanks for uh, listening to the podcast so I actually i have a another story that has to do with actually two of my uncles so my uncle vincent uh who who i was just talking about who, who passed away um with that story um couple years prior to that, my, my uncle, uh, Jackie, he was, wasn't doing too good. He ended up passing, passing away. But the odd thing is, um, him and my uncle Vincent and my uncle Jackie were in the hospital at the same exact time. Uh, and they ended up switching rooms. So my uncle, uh, Vincent was originally in ICU, uh, room. And he got switched to the upstairs where the exact room my uncle Jackie was staying in. And my uncle Jack got switched to the IC room that my uncle Vincent was staying in. Uh, so what happened is, is that they, uh, my uncle Jackie ended up passing away. But the night that he passed away, my uncle Vincent said that he seen my, uh, my nan, my, my nanny. Um, and uh, my grandmother, for those who might not understand what I was saying, my accent's a little yeah, thick, yeah. I understand. Uh,
2: you're good, you're good.
0: So he said he seen my, my grandmother, and he got scared because he thought that, oh, well, it's my time to go. Uh, you know, And she kind of looked around. And he said that it looked like she was kind of surprised to see him there. And then gave him the insurance that, no, we're not here for you, uh, you know, right wow. now. And just kind of said, I love you. And then disappeared. And then shortly after, my uncle uh, Jackie passed away. So it, that's very uh, – that's a very wow. crazy story. Like, when when my uncle Vincent said that, it's like coming from him, it, it was truth. Like, it, he, he's not the type of guy to sit there and make stuff up. So – um, the, to me, that was that was just a crazy, crazy occurrence, and stuff like that that happens throughout the world all the time.
2: Yes, it does.
3: I guess uh, when you're close to a situation of life and death, uh, the connection actually deepens between, you know, between worlds, between soul and the physical world. Like they show themselves to us. When we're close to that situation, and, and That's you the, cannot deny the the bond. No, you definitely can't. I mean, to
0: me, like uh, that story was. It, my family is very, very close, and m- my grandmother was pretty much the one that, besides my father, that pulled the whole family together. So my family would all come together for like every kind of holiday, every every birthday they would all end up coming to my house we would get together and have a good time so uh hearing that that my my grandmother came to uh i guess grab my uncle jack um it was definitely pretty cool and it it definitely means a lot too because you know that they were very very close my uncle jack lived with my grandmother for for a long time as an as as an adult
2: Definitely um, yeah. a lot of sobering moments.
3: I've, I've also like seen that. connections between humans and animals. Like my grandma, when she was about to pass away, uh, I mean, you know, she had a problem with her spine. There, there was a severe damage to her spine. So she we kind of knew that she was not going to make it. So the day that we took her to the hospital, you know, we had some chickens in our in our yard. And there was a chicken that my grandma used to take care of in particular. Okay, like, she was uh, very sensitive about that chicken. So the way the, the day that we took her to the hospital, the chicken got sick. And exactly the day that my grandma passed away, the chicken died. So it was quite shocking to us, the, wow. the, the, the connection that they had. Uh, and the, the chicken was quite healthy. And it was, it was like they're curious. The chicken got sick the day that she got sick, and the chicken died the day that she died. And uh, I, I feel that animals are more open to that connection. Uh, oh, they can definitely are. tell,
0: like especially if you're if you're not feeling good and if you're like truly like sick and not feeling good, they they can tell that you're not. And they'll they get more closer to you. Like they'll they'll try to cuddle with you mm-hmm. a lot more. I mean, I got I got three dogs and they're all like that with me because I have an issue with my neck and um, because of the accident I was in. So uh, this has been like an ongoing thing for six years. But unfortunately, instead of healing and getting better, my neck was getting worse So I I would have to go in for treatments, but I'm a very stubborn son of a gun. I don't, I don't like taking pain medication. I don't, I don't like going to the hospitals unless I really have to do it. And uh, the one time it got to the point where I couldn't take the, I was crawling on the floor and then I couldn't crawl anymore. Like I was just, my body couldn't, couldn't move anymore because my neck was in so much pain. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. So my dogs all came and were trying to, like, you know, get me to nudge up and move and, and, and you know, trying to get me to feel better. Uh, and when the EMTs came, because the EMTs had to come and pick me up to bring me to the hospital, um, they didn't want anybody to touch me. They, they, so we, they had to, you know, my girlfriend and uh, my mom had to make sure they were, they went outside. So they didn't. Bite anybody because they so were protecting trying to protect life. me. So they definitely yeah. have that connection. But I've heard stories as well where uh, you know uh, people that are you know husband and wife. Uh, the husband passes away, even though uh, the wife is in uh, really healthy shape, she ends up you know dying the next day or, or even later on that day,
2: just pr- pr- pretty much over a broken heart. Mm. That's, that's actually, um, it brings up another, another point I was thinking of. There are situations where you will see in the house, uh, especially if there's, a, a, say, if someone's really sick, if they have a lot of plants in the house and they care for those plants and those plants are healthy, as that person's health declines, the plants will start to decline as well. And as the person's health gets better, the plants will start to get greener and more lusher and doesn't matter if you're, pl- if you're watering them every day that they sense it. So it's, I believe at least we give off these vibrations that like negativity, you constantly think negative thoughts and negativity is going to come to you. You're going to attract that. So yeah, if you're sick enough, you're going to be, you know, how, how do you call it? Um, hurting everything around you um, that feels, because we are kind of connected to everything, like spiritually. and.
0: Oh, I definitely uh, I, I definitely believe that we're definitely connected to, to everything that's around us, you know, the animals, the plants. As long as you show some love and, you know, uh, take care of it, you, you can definitely uh, feel that without a doubt.
3: Yeah, yeah, actually, sorry. I was I was reading. I don't know if I was reading or watching something about. I was watching it about quantum physics, and uh, they said that when two things touch, then for eternity there's gonna be a a physical invisible bond between them. Uh, I I don't remember what they call it exactly. Uh,
0: like an energy that they leave there.
3: Exactly. Exactly. So actually they were working on a case uh, where uh, two people were very interestingly engaged in a, in a coincident. Okay. So actually a person had saved another person. And when, uh, okay, so at first it it seemed like, okay, it was like an accident. He was saved by accident. But then when they looked deeper into it, they, they realized that these two people have had several connections. Had had several connections before uh, the final event happened. So they were talking about a kind of connection that uh, is uh, created by touching two things. You see that, for example, uh, when somebody keeps using, um, for example, a pen, okay, you do not know that that pen belongs to them. You start using the pen, you start thinking about them. Okay, so why do you start thinking about them? Or let me give you another example. I went to one of my friend's places uh, to, to study. We had an exam. We wanted to study together. And then his grandma came up to me. She gave me a very deep look. And she told me, I feel like I know you very well. And I was like, uh, lady, it's an honor to meet you. But it's the first time that we're meeting. And she, she said, no, I'm positive that I know you. I know you very well. And later when we talked, uh, we found out that she was a friend of my grandfather's. So she she knew my grandfather really well. And then she said, ah, it's because of that I feel like I know you very well. I, I feel you. This is what she told me. So I, I can definitely say that with a physical connection or even with a genet- genet- genetical connection um, comes... Um, an effect on the fourth dimension I guess so um, I guess that's why the generations carry certain events with themselves because it's because of that um, like uh, we have effects on one another during generations and I guess it's all because of the fourth dimension that we are connected oh, definitely.
2: to yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, believe, I that believe that too.
0: I believe it's it's definitely a, a thing because it, if you think about it, like to say when you like a haunting or somebody sees a ghost, I believe that very much has to do with the energy that we leave after we you know touch something residual.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. With without a doubt, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but. <laughs>
3: Oh, Ashton's back.
0: Yeah, Ashton came back. Uh, we got Liam in here. How you doing, Liam? How's the day uh, going, hi,
3: Liam? Liam has asked, "Do you believe in Jesus?" Uh, I do, actually. Oh, so, Liam, see,
0: man, that's a that's a hard, hard, hard thing to answer for me. See, I'm Nordic. I'm not, I'm not Christian. I'm not Catholic or, or any of that stuff. I'm, I'm Nordic, uh, beliefs. Um, which is, you know, I Odin, Freya, uh, yeah. I guess the more famous ones as of right now, are you know, Thor. uh, Thor and Loki. Uh, but there's way more than just, uh, you know, them in the, uh, in my beliefs. So, yeah. Uh, that's my personal beliefs, but I don't ever bash anybody else's personal beliefs either. That's the, the, no reason for that.
3: Nordic, huh? Let me see. Yes, this. sir. That's the first time I'm hearing it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's Nordic beliefs. It's uh, pretty much uh, Vikings. So with the Vikings, oh. what their religion was, uh, you know, the Vikings, Northmen, um, they're, they're Nordic beliefs. Uh, they're actually the f- last year it ke- became an actual thing. Uh, it's called Asatru. True. Uh, that's part of the Nordic beliefs. It's like their own, yeah. own own thing. But, uh, Asa True, um, is now recognized by, uh, the U S as an actual, uh, religion, even though we're one of the oldest, not the oldest, but one of the oldest religions out there. Uh, it's really interesting, actually. But yeah, that's it's definitely. Uh, um, I, I don't have issues with anybody else that has different beliefs than me. And that's I would never water. also. Uh, I would never also try to push my religion on somebody else either. I, I don't believe in doing that. I believe you know if you're happy where you're at and, and within your beliefs, and laws are not anything crazy or evil, then yeah. Uh, by all means. You know,
3: yeah. you know what, great Dan? Leaders. So long you have your humanity, you have the right religion. All that matters is humanity. If, if you don't hurt others, if you care about others, if you help them, then you're good to go. I don't care what your religion is as long as you're um, acting within the norms of humanity. I mean, you're a wonderful you're guy. Wonderful. Why would I ever care? Uh, what your religion is? Uh, thank you. I definitely appreciate that. Appreciate and that's that. the and that's same way I try to sure think of. It. That's do.
0: Uh, that's how I try to think of everything as well with people. Hi. Hey Ashton, how hey, you Ashton. doing?
4: Good. I wanted to tell you guys something really quick. First off, um, that is, I think that is really, really cool and really great to hear that you keep your your heritage. That is awesome. And, with you know, believing in Loki and the different gods and things like that, I think that's great. There's definitely a higher power no matter what it is, who it is, what we believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I wanted to tell you that I believe in these things because on Christmas, I hit a eight-point bull with my car going 98 miles an hour. It wasn't on purpose. It was around a turn, but you know what? I didn't feel anything like my airbags didn't go off. I'm too small for my airbags to go off. I'm 98 pounds. That would have killed me. And, and so something protected me because when I hit it, my hood flew up, my car caught on fire, my windows blew out, my tires blew (laughs) everything. Yeah, they had to shut. It was on the news. They had to shut all the lanes down. Um, it was eight lanes. They had to shut down on both sides of the highway. But there is something out there that protects us. There is somebody because I didn't feel a damn thing, nothing. And I, so I looked it came over with at my. Crashes. I came. Nothing. Nothing. Even like nobody in my vehicle. My ex-boyfriend. I looked at him and I said, we're about to hit this bull because in the state of Colorado, if you, if it's proven that you swerved or anything, insurance will not cover it. You have to just blow through it. Really? Any animal.
0: Yep. That's wow. That is crazy. So they just want you to blow through the animal. (laughs) No matter yes. what, that's
4: yes, yes, because if you swerve, you can hit another vehicle, which could cause a bigger ex- accident and could kill that person uh-huh. in uh-huh. the other vehicle, and um, it could be they want to see if it was intentional or not. So you just gotta yeah, was, yeah, just yeah. gotta blow through.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. The Tesla cars, uh, the self-driving cars, actually are having the same issues at the moment now, where the. Teaching them, well, they're teaching them, the are learning to drive where they have to make a split second decision where if there's going to be an impact or a collision, would it be better to protect the driver or protect the people around you? Um, that would be they hit, go directly through it, like Cashin said, or swerve around and pick up everybody around them, but you're safe. So, and that's the thing, it's certain, yeah. Insurance won't cover that, even in a self driving car where you have no decision making whatsoever. It's Mm -hmm. crazy.
0: Yeah, that's that. To me, that's it's crazy. I know they were starting to do like this self driving system in California. Uh, I I think it like when they first started, I want to say people got ran over. I think it was like five people and and different. Yeah. Um,
1: I (laughs) believe.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, when they first started this, this whole self-drive service, it, it's um, pretty much what it, what it is. And I think they originally started over in England um, doing testing. It's a service where it picks you up like a miniature bus picks you up and it's programmed to drive you to wherever you, you, know, you have to go within that area. And that uh, they had five occurrences where it hit people. Um, for something something was wrong with the sensor that like it wasn't re- getting the reading back that there was people in front of it uh, yeah. but since they since they've made the adjustments I haven't heard anything about it uh, you know yet oh Ashton where'd you go
3: uh, I, I held a I heard a bell ring I guess
2: yeah, like a bicycle ring. <laughs> I thought it was just me. Just me. Yeah. Uh, sorry,
4: guys. No problem. I hung, She's I hung up out of out of respect because I was getting text messages and I didn't want it to um, to be annoying on your call. So sorry about that.
0: Oh, that's yeah, no, no problem. problem. That thank you for that. We definitely appreciate that. My yeah, husband so is at. Have...
4: Yeah. Go. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: No, I was just going to say my husband's at a funeral right now. So we were texting back all and right. forth. We were, it was right. going back. But the, Funerals I, are so not have you, really
3: safe right now.
4: It's, that's the weird part for him. They said they all have to stay so far apart. And it's it's weird. You know, you want to hug people and be there. but Yeah, you, gonna,
3: to- you shouldn't.
4: Well, I want to get off that note and go to a positive note. What's funny is, um, you know those, have you guys seen those, um, say you're in Walmart and they're cleaning the floors and they're riding those, I don't know, yeah. they're riding those, those, like the, the floor cleaners Yeah. Floor buffers. Yeah. Yes. Have you have you seen the ones that self-drive and they have big eyeballs on them?
0: <laughs> no, not yet, really? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> That's just I odd. Po- I'm about to take I a
2: pose- picture of it. Isn't that that vacuum thing at Teletubbies? Isn't that it? <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> the little blue vacuum <laughs> thing. <laughs> it
4: does look like it. He's right. It looks just like that. You're right. It's so funny, but it. Um, I was in Walmart and it. It the sensor wouldn't didn't work well. Freaking smashed into this older gentleman. They're going to have a lawsuit on their hands. Wow. Oh, no. But I've seen it hit like two people. I mean, it's not a bad accident, you know? It bumps into them. It's cleaning the floor. It's like me. I mean, you can yeah. almost, <laughs> almost not laugh, you know, when you see it. But I'm um, about to take a picture of Mars. I, I can't believe you haven't got those yet.
0: They must do it early those in the morning. Are- I go into Lowe's and I see the guy riding the one.
4: The big blue one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he rides the big blue one like back and forth uh, all the the aisles and it moves about as slow as a snail.
4: (laughs) Yeah, and ours, they they taped some eyeballs on it and then um, put caution tape around the seat so no one can sit on it. (laughs) Wow, and wow. it it says beep beep like it literally goes beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> when
1: when, it's when so it's
3: easier,
4: it sees it, so it goes beep beep. Well, it well it, it just says it. I don't know. It just says beep beep. It's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so instead That's of nice. pretty much instead of like actually making a sound, and it sounds like a person going beep beep.
4: Yes, yeah, and it, really? it also it also says excuse me. It says excuse me, which is really funny because when it hit that older gentleman, it said excuse me, and then
2: excuse
4: me, I just
1: ran you over.
4: <laughs> you have to see this. I can't believe you haven't seen that.
3: <laughs> Actually, it's
4: interesting.
2: The technology
3: is that. Yeah, please go on.
2: I was just going to say, we humans have a real weird tendency to put eyeballs on things to make things seem better. Dehumanize like, it. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, dehumanize it. You see this huge missile exactly. that kills people? We're just going to put a nice eyes on it, make it look <laughs> like a shark grinning. But what's going to happen in future? Milliseconds before that missile hits the target, it's going to say, "Beep beep, excuse me," and then it's going <laughs> I'm to gonna smile. kill
3: you all.
0: <laughs> it's going to have a yeah, big smile on the cross It's like what in the world
4: That's so funny it's Yeah up. you're right to it's humanize it. it But then they got another one That's white and it's a female one And she also says Excuse me but her eyes actually move So that's why I'm surprised You guys haven't received uh, that technology Where you live
1: she yeah, I'm not
0: gonna check it she I mean, I'm in North Carolina So depending on where I mean, North Carolina is if a person from North Carolina sees something moving around with eyes that says excuse <laughs> me and it's not a human the likeliness of that thing getting shot is pretty high <laughs>
2: that's pretty good even we if it has eyes in the world that
1: thing.
0: <laughs> get, it, get it it's a demon you gotta get it <laughs>
2: I can just imagine everyone shooting at it. It's just going, running away, going, beep, beep, help, Excuse beep, me. beep, help.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's probably why they don't have it. The technology up.
3: started way back in the past. Like I was seeing one of Top Gear's episodes. you guys like Top Gear?
1: Yes, Top Gear. Oh, UK. Live and breathe.
4: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy is the best. So, uh, there was an episode where Jeremy was driving, I guess it was a Mitsubishi Evo. And uh, then there was this uh, army vehicle. It had a kind of radar thing on the top. It kept rotating, and it drove itself uh, through very harsh terrain. That was the interesting thing. that There was no road. I mean, uh, the sensors could not, and there wasn't any line for the sensors to recognize, so... They had to think to find find out where to go, and the the vehicle actually found its way through through the the rough sand, the the rocks, stuff like that. And that was, I mean, I expected self driving cars to be smarter, and then I don't know, run a person over. But uh, you said that they have been fixed, so that's that's
0: yeah, they did some kind of upgrade where uh, they they fixed the issue. Um, it was something with one of the sensors it was in a particular spot where like they it had a blind spot. So if a human end up walking in that blind spot, they were going to get hit. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's what kept on happening. So they fixed that issue with it. And uh, as far as I know, I haven't heard anything since, um, with any more accidents, but, uh, you never know. Sometimes, I mean, with all this stuff going on right now in the world anyway, you probably would not make the headlines um which yeah. is sad, but
4: what what about the self-driving car um in oh I'm sorry. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No no go ahead go
4: ahead. I hate interrupting people. I really don't mean to. Um what what about the self-driving car that blew up in California? That was a big issue. Oh wow. It was on the highway. Yeah, is there anyone in it? Blew it? up. Um Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. Uh, I think so, yeah.
3: Unfortunately. Wow.
4: But still, like the—I don't know. Do you guys think that these self-driving cars? Do you think they're safe?
2: As well, time I, goes by, yes. Uh, I, I did read an article recently where um, it actually involves Grand Theft Auto. Um, the loading the algorithms for the self-driving cars into Grand Theft Auto um, to learn in the virtual streets of Grand Theft Auto instead of the actual streets in the world. so, And it's actually working. They're becoming a lot smarter where they can actually pick out the difference of humans and what's a post and what's a, what's a chip in the road and what's a car slowing down and where a turn is and railway crossings. So they've actually taken a few algorithms out of the game after a few months. Not even a few months. I think it was like a few seconds. I think they learned so quickly. I'll have to find this article. And they actually put the algorithms into a few cars and no issues whatsoever. (laughs) It's crazy. So they're actually using Grand Theft Auto at the moment to train self-driving cars to learn to, you know, what objects are and obstacles. So I I thought... That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it is. That
3: is wonderful. But I guess the greatest challenge is that there are still human drivers on the road and... Humans tend yeah. to act unpredictably. So, okay, if all the cars were self driven, I would feel quite safe, much safer, safer than I do now. But since we've got uh, human drivers, uh, I think that they're still not that safe. I mean, you can I wouldn't get in one. Human error. Um, we yeah. also got um,
0: uh, these uh, Mack trucks nowadays. Mercedes Mercedes made a Mack truck, uh, and they've been working on it the last, uh, I think, 10 years. That's supposed to be a, a full-driving, self-driving Mack truck, but you do need to have a human behind the wheel uh, just to check everything to make sure that all gauges and, and everything are running correctly and also has the ability to drive it as well. So like
2: a passenger,
3: I guess jet, I saw the,
0: you'd have autopilot. Today. Yeah, kind of, kind of, uh, almost like an autopilot, and that just every now and then has to do a check-in to make sure everything's, uh, you know, running how it's supposed to be. But other than that, um, it, and that, I know that's still in the process today because they're trying to get, I guess, the rest of the world caught up with the technology, uh, which is probably going to be the challenge.
4: Yeah, I feel yeah. grateful in our country just to be able to um, purchase vehicles. I, on another application, I speak to a lot of people from India and Iran. And when I speak to them, I hear a lot of beep-beep in the background. Like, I hear noises. And they'll, they'll have, like, whole families on scooters. So it's nice just to be able to have a vehicle here.
0: Well, uh, well we I mean, I know here we we have a lot of people here that that ride scooters here, but they ride scooters here for a completely different reason than they do That's over a there. Yeah. Well, here in North Carolina, uh, you're allowed to have a scooter. You don't have to, you know, have a license to have a scooter. So those people that got caught drinking and driving, um, and lose their license they're allowed to drive a scooter instead of letting them not have any kind of transportation. However, you got to be careful because the scooters that they're allowed to ride, I think can only go up to 45 or 50 miles per hour. So, you know, some areas of the road uh, go up to 70 miles per hour. And then, of course, you know, 55 and whatnot. So you got to be very careful and be extremely safe with something like that.
4: Wow. My, my, my husband and i we ride cr85 well i ride a cr85 he rides a yamaha 450 but we go we go for rides just just to um you know they're dirt bikes but we got plates for them we're allowed to ride them and sometimes people in their cars though they do not pay attention they do not care They'll just move over in the lane, and you got to slam on your brakes because they, they're not paying attention, so they don't see you. And that's my worry about um, self-driving vehicles. Like, my worry is what if it doesn't see you and it moves over? I don't know. I just – it I don't
3: actually, know. Actually, I guess in that case, self-driving vehicles are a bit smarter because I, I once saw this video of a Tesla car that actually prevented – a collision from happening. It, there, it was a cross section. No, not cross section. Intersection. Am I saying that correctly? Mm-hmm. Y- Where yes. It's you are. like it's it, yeah, intersection. And uh, so there was an. It, there was a red light, and a car passed the red light. So the Tesla car predicted its path, and thankfully stopped the vehicle in time before there was a T-bone collision, which have led to serious injuries. And uh, wow. I guess when it comes to that, uh, self-driving cars are safer. But what my concern is for the people on the road because cars are big. You can identify them. But people, they move in different directions. You cannot predict their path. And they're small. So I guess people are the bigger challenge when it comes to... Self-driving cars.
4: That yeah. That I think sense. it
0: is too. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I almost got into an accident in driving. I, I had to pull some fast and furious moves. I've you know I had Adam in the car with me a couple times. My my car's going sideways, skating to avoid somebody else smashing into me. So it's 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 a scary situation a lot of times out there. So you got to be very very self-aware. I, I, that's why I think it's hard, it, unless we all went to, you know, not having to drive and let yeah, it up to cool. the car itself, the self-driving system. It, it, I think it's going to be kind of hard. I know they already got all the sensors that stop us from going over a line to help us improve our driving. And even if we forget to hit the brake, we'll hit the brake for us. But at the same time, you know, we can still somehow mess that up. And uh, hurt somebody, so it's it's. I think it would be less. We're all doing a self-driving thing, than and which I wouldn't want. By the way, I love driving. I love taking road trips. That's I'm nice. super happy. I get to drive, you know, five hours to go pick up my 18 year old son tomorrow, uh, and then drive home. So I'm I'm ecstatic about that. Because and I'm gonna take on the way home. I'm taking the scenic route, and we're gonna probably take the Mountain View. Of the Appalachian Mountains all the way until I get back home. Um, so I love driving. So if we all had That's to be awesome. forced to do a self-driving vehicle, I think is when I would be I don't think I could abide by that, because to me, there's so much freedom in it.
4: Yeah. kind of yeah, reminds I... me of
3: the movie I, Robot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. does.
4: I drive a smart car so it's hard because I, a lot of people don't see me sometimes. I don't know if you guys all know what a smart car is, but it's really small.
0: Oh, I do. That's the scary, scary car.
4: Yeah, I can basically <laughs> like go. I can seriously like go underneath a semi. It was the stupidest decision I could have ever made to buy that car. But at the same time, it's uh, saved me so much with gas and things like that because it's electric.
2: My, yeah. husband oh, like
4: mean, my husband won't even drive it. He's like, no, that's a death trap.
3: Well, I, I would I happily would, yeah, buy a three him. wheeler if it. I could. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a the
4: inside of the yeah, that would
3: be.
4: Cool. Oh, like a T Rex? You mean like the T Rexes? My my exactly. dad
2: has a Rex. Does he yo, now? Mr. Yes,
4: it's um, a black flame T-Rex, and my mom has a blue one. But you're, t- you're talking about three wheels, though, but you're still low to the ground, and you still have a top on you, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. That- Actually, T-Rex is the first three-wheeler that I saw, and then after that, there was uh, another another very cheap three-wheeler. I guess the name was Elio. Elio I'm not sure. Uh, it was it was like a two seater but the seats were behind one another. I mean it was like it was like the an airplane cockpit, okay? So uh, I would buy one of those happily because they're, they're so small, so cute and so efficient. I mean, why do you need another wheel when it can do it with three wheels? Seriously. As long as the two wheels are in front.
4: A T-Rex costs about $75,000.
1: Oh, you can yeah, get the polar, the one, three-wheel
0: but... polar uh, vehicle that they have. A Polaris makes a three-wheeler.
4: Oh and yeah, it's only, yeah.
0: It's about twenty-five thousand, I think, somewhere around there, and that's with it being street legal? out. Yeah, they're street legal. I mean, at least here, I know here in New Jersey. Uh, I know through all the way down to Florida, uh, it's legal here. I don't know about um, other areas of the country, but. They're legal. Uh, Some places do make you wear a helmet. Um, Others don't. Others count it as a full car, but you can have it enclosed and everything. It's it's very very cool. There's so many possibilities uh, with that vehicle, and it's three wheels. You know, two wheels in the front, the one wheel in the back. Turn way more smoothly uh, with that style. Um, The only issue I think with that is is that it's. you can only fit, I think, maybe uh, two or three people in the car.
4: Hey, hey well, what's it called? I'm sorry, that... I'm looking it up.
0: It's made by Polaris. I can't remember the the actual name of it, but I'm pretty sure Polaris uh, Motor Works. They they're famous for making, you know, uh, quads, dirt bikes.
4: Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Stuff
0: like that,
3: and side by sides. The other one is
0: $7,000. Slingshot. That's what it is. Polaris slingshot. And the slingshots are pretty nice.
4: Oh, I see it. I see what you're talking about. Whoa. I've never seen this before.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very, very cool. Hey, Mel, how you doing? Thanks for uh, stopping in. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, the, the slingshots are very, very cool. Like Especially when you first see, see them. I think they came out, I want to say like mm, six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. At least when that's when they became mainstream. Uh, and when people first
3: started driving, everybody was like, oh my goodness, what is that thing? It's so cool. But yeah, I've seen it before, actually. It's so low to the ground makes it so interesting.
0: It is. It is. It's like super low. Plus the one tire being in the back. It's so much easier to handle and turn. I think it's a great, great car without a doubt. Definitely is.
4: See, the T-Rex is real low to the ground, too. But the thing about it um, that people don't like is they're very loud but when, when we go, like, say we're going, oh, they're very loud. Because it's like a it's like a two-stroke. I write a two-stroke. It's like, blah 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 They're loud. Yeah. Loud yeah. Speed but, the T-Rex um, is
0: a two-stroke. Really?
4: No, I said it's no. like a two-stroke. The oh, sound. it's
0: like a two-stroke. Oh, I was just yeah. saying, say, man, that is crazy.
4: No, the T-Rex, they're, I don't know if you've Googled a T-Rex or if you know what they look like. Just- um, they're They're pretty crazy, though. I used to study
3: it, actually. Really? really? Yeah, because there was a time I was seriously determined to make a three-wheeler. And I used to study them. So one of my favorite three-wheelers is uh, Morgan. Do you know Morgan? I I don't think I do. You should totally look it up. I mean, (laughs) it's a cute-looking car. It's just amazing. Uh, So Morgan is my favorite, and then T-Rex, and Helio is really interesting for him because it's so cheap. I mean, what I had in mind was because, you know, in my city, a lot of people use motorbikes or scooters because uh, it's cheap, and, you know, my city is not that big, so you can get around uh, in your own personal vehicle very easily. I mean, you can drive from one side of the city to another side in, like, 45 minutes. Oh, for boo. Uh, yeah, this is an
0: awesome car. Wow. Yeah, you like it? That's it. It's like very old school looking. That is really
3: cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see it why is, you like this. Beautiful. Yeah, Get,
4: uh, can you beautiful. type a piece of work. Can you, can you type the name in the chat? Morgan, of course.
3: It's Morgan Three-Wheeler right there in the chat
1: thank I you
3: <laughs> yeah we did man. it at the same time <laughs> that's that's so, crazy yeah. well, though. was a beautiful piece was really interesting for me i suggest you look up elio let me let me type it you elio three-wheeler now, what's interesting about Elio is that it's really cheap. It's like $7,450, and it can have two people in it, and it's quite small and very efficient, fuel efficient. You know, I think i actually seen this in a movie before
0: that was, was supposed to be like a futuristic-style car. Elio? Yeah, that's that's actually <laughs> pretty cool itself, though. I'm pretty sure i seen something almost, if if not, a, if it's not an Elio, it's close to it. It was in one of the movies where it's like talking about the future. Um, but it has a cool little car,
3: too. I like the other one, though. The Mor- Morgan is just beautiful, yeah. Yeah.
4: Wow. Whoa. It is low to the ground. It's it's kind of like as, as low as the T-Rex.
3: They're all low, you know, because when you're driving a three-wheeler, it's because of the physics of the car. Because, you see, when you have four wheels, then the car can balance itself, okay? So when you're turning, and if you pay attention, when you're turning, for example, to the left, then the body of the car tends to roll to the right, okay? So when you have four wheels, then there's something to support the weight of the car so that it won't uh, rotate, But when you're driving on three wheels, it is much easier for the car to roll over. Okay, So in order to prevent that, uh, the center of gravity should be as low as possible to to reduce the amount of momentum created by turning. So because of that, all three-wheelers are either very close to ground or they have the ability to lean into corners in order to change the place of the center of gravity uh, of the car so that it won't uh, roll over. Huh. So they have to be low, all of them.
0: Yeah, that's, that's definitely interesting. Um, is it, well, also, too, though, I think with the wheels being in the front, it makes it a lot harder for it to roll over than the wheels being in the back because uh, the it back does, is a little does. bit harder to control, and it makes it, it gets way easier to flip something with two wheels in the back than with it being in the front. Absolutely.
4: Wow. Sorry, I'm looking up photos. This stuff interests me so much.
0: Which? Yeah, one? no, I was I was just doing the same thing, but I've, I have hopefully one day I can save up some money and get this Morgan three-wheeler
3: because that is just – Oh, man, that is a beautiful, beautiful vehicle. Wow, Dan, I'm telling you, you buy that car, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smuggle myself into the U.S. and drive it with you. <laughs> that sounds sounds good to me because
0: man, they uh, these cars are just so awesome. I wonder if it's possible to find
1: one over here. They're just beautiful.
4: Damn, you need to look up the new T Rex, the new ones. There's ones that don't have tops on them. It's like a I don't know how to explain it. Oh, gorgeous.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, that's that's the, the Morgan's a beautiful vehicle. I've seen the T-Rex around. All right. Now I, I know what you're talking about.
4: When it first let me came tell you something. out. Oh, I'm sorry.
3: No, please go on.
4: No, I, I, I was just going to say when the T-Rex first come out came out, when my parents first got them, we would be just like cruising to go get lunch or something and people would just stare at us or they'd take photos, <laughs> photos of the cars. I was, I was younger, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I'm 30 years old now, but when my parents first got them, people would just go nuts over them. Now they got new ones and people still go nuts, but... They're very fun. They're
0: cool. Yeah, that's a, that yeah, is a cool-looking are... car, without a doubt. I would, uh, it's, it very much looks like the uh, Polaris Slingshot. Almost the same, except it's a little bit fancier.
4: I'm looking up the Polaris It, it,
0: it has a uh,
3: fiberglass body. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Polaris. Let me tell you something about Morgan that makes you even fall in love with it more. Um, I'm sorry, f- makes you fall in love with it even more. And that is... Uh, it has a two-cylinder engine, okay. So when you're driving it, it goes and that that, <laughs> yeah, that sound is just so beautiful when you're driving ta It's so amazing. You can try it in Forza 4 if you want.
4: Holy cow! I've never seen this. The Polaris Slingshot. What? Yeah, it's nice, I've right? Never very, seen very her. nice. Wow.
0: I've wanted to get one. Mine and Adam's younger brother bust people's chops all the time <laughs> about that vehicle. Cause you, cause people try to c- conclude it in a motorcycle. We're big into motorcycles. Like I- I'm hopefully within the next couple months getting a Harley. Um, but people will try to say it's like a motorcycle, even though obviously it's not, it's nothing like a motorcycle. It's, it's a car with three wheels. That's all it is. Uh yeah. But they're trying to force some people to wear a helmet because of that.
4: These are freaking what, nuts.
3: What slingshot? Yeah, the slingshots yeah. are great. They're great. Yeah, they were actually they were also in the movie Ninja Turtles the, the second the second movie. Yes, so yes, that
0: had a
3: uh, yeah with Casey Jones in it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So there was a scene where they wanted to actually hijack a truck and they used these um, slingshots Sorry. to do it. No, that's no problem.
0: Uh, yeah, that's it. That's cool. I, I completely forgot they had it in Ninja Turtles too. That's a great movie too. Matter of fact, I might watch oh, that really? after I run out and get Adam's pay for the week.
4: That's so funny. I take the... Polaris. I have a Polaris. I have a Razor because they have to feed the horses and the cows. I have 78 cows right now. Well, on our land right now, we have 78, but I just go out and throw hay off the back of it. Um, That's awesome.
0: I'm jealous of you. I'm definitely jealous of you because I've always wanted to do a farm. Uh,
4: I have to be honest. I've worked my butt off for this. We have worked so hard we have so many chickens. Um, for some reason, a goose landed and has became part of the family. We've had it for about two years now. <laughs>
0: Decided he did not want to leave.
4: <laughs> I guess. We have three pigs. We have three horses and 78 cows.
0: I'm actually hoping to go to Colorado. Yeah, I think cows. it's like 13, 15 hours from me, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. But I, I'll, I definitely want to drive to go out there
4: you should it's gorgeous the mountain town the only hard part is um with the horses because we're on a slope of a mountain we had to like we had to take a tractor and make it flat because their hooves will get messed up
1: yeah so it's
4: it's like a flat area for them but because our house is built into the mountain i did a i did a live cast on another platform yesterday um and kind of like showed my house, showed my animals, and people were like, "What the heck?" Because a lot of people in different um, different places, like um, like I said earlier, uh, Iran, India, things like that, they were so surprised to see, and they were like, "Is all of America like that?" <laughs> it was really cool. It was fun.
3: You see, it is actually illegal in Iran to dig into a mountain and build your house there. Is it really? Well, I mean, some places in the U.S. Destroying... it is too. Some certain places in the U.S. you're not allowed to do it. Anymore. Yeah. They Why? said you destroy mountains, you destroy the nature. So because of that, you're not allowed in Iran to dig into the mountain to build your house. Actually, there was a villa. It was just like your house. So they, I'm, I'm sure they had exploded the mountain to build the villa in there. It was a large, at least 3,000. Square meters, at least, and uh, yeah, they 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 busted the guy and they said you were not allowed to do this. You have destroyed the mountain. You have to pay for it, and they took away the house. Wow, that's yeah. Now
4: I feel bad.
0: Crazy. Well, I mean, some, <laughs> so some places won't let you do it, but like if you depending on what like where you're at, what mountain, um, whether it's like military issue or. The government, if you have certain animals that you know rely on that particular habitat, they're, they're very iffy about letting you actually dig into the mountain at all to uh, build a place. But most of the U.S., you could you could buy a um, mountain property and not have an issue.
4: I was going to say, it's your land. You bought it. Can't you do what you want with it or no?
3: Well, there are certain rules. Like, for example, in my city, Boucher, uh, it's a very historic... Iran is a historic country, so in any city you go, you can find some neighborhoods uh, with really old houses, like 300 years old, 400 years old. So you can buy those houses, but you cannot uh, demolish them. If you want to live there, you have to renovate them, and uh, then you can live in them, no problem. But because they say it changes the face of the, the... The city, if if you destroy them and you build, I don't know, a modern apartment there, they they do not allow that. So in Boucher, there is a part to the, I guess, to the east of the city. I'm sorry, to the west of the city, where where we call it the the old structure. Okay, so it's full of old houses, old cafes, beautiful place. I mean, if if you ever come to Iran, come to my city, I'm definitely going to take you there. Uh, So it just takes you 400 years back in time. Because it's all old-looking. And uh, yeah, it's just so beautiful. And uh, when you buy a property there, you're allowed to buy. But if you want to live in it, you have to renovate it. You cannot destroy a house. Even if you destroy it and you want to build it again, you have to build an exact copy of what it looked like. Uh, Because they say, we don't want to change the, the face of that part of the city. We want to keep that heritage of uh, the culture. So that's a rule wow. in some places. You, you also have the rule in Isfahan because Isfahan is also a very historic city. Um, and I guess also in some parts of Tehran, but I'm not sure, but I'm sure about Isfahan and Bushehr.
4: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love that you keep the, you know, everything. I, for... Well, I guess we got away with um, building our home how we did into the mountain because um, nobody knew this was coming. Nobody knew. There was no warning, but we had an F5 tornado blow through. My husband and I were asleep in the basement, and um, all we knew is the dogs were going crazy, and... You know, I get up wow. and I'm messed. I'm just mad, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, go to bed, guys." You know, because my husband and I work night shift. The F five completely took our house out, completely gone. And um, so Jesus. the it, with insurance, we were able to build a new home. And but the whole town was destroyed. Even the Shell gas station, instead of the sign saying "Welcome to Shell," it said "Welcome to Hell." And- wow. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody knew. Nobody.
1: Holy there was cow. no.
4: There was no warning. There was absolutely no warning. Oh, sorry. I can't. I don't know how to turn the <laughs> notification. Okay.
3: That's no. That's, yeah, that's
0: fine. That's no big deal.
4: I don't want it to um uh, interrupt your show. I feel bad. Sorry, but no,
0: no, that's that's fine with me. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That really is. Uh, just to have something like that happen, I can't even imagine.
4: You should look up. Oh, I want to like, tell you. I was here
0: one. The hurricane hit here in North Carolina. Uh, uh, Florence, Hurricane Florence, when it hit, oh, wow. I was I was yeah. I was actually I stayed home for that because I have a lot of people around me in that neighborhood that were older and they weren't leaving worth anything. So I I stayed just to make sure they were all okay. But it's oh, uh, nice. It uh, my neighborhood got flooded. So, like the floodgates opened up. There was they had to open up back roads that were closed off for let us get in and out of our neighborhood because of
3: that uh so it was definitely uh very very crazy you know dan there's something i never get about the u.s and that is why they choose such beautiful name for devastating storms i mean when, I remember it was a year back, and there was there was a deathly storm coming to the U.S. They were begging people to evacuate, but they just wouldn't. And it has such a beautiful, I, I don't remember what the name was, but I remember seeing a meme about it that said, okay, instead of naming the storm uh, Katharina or, I don't know, names like that, just name them, I don't know, deathcon 5, and everybody would just evacuate the city without you asking them. <laughs>
0: They should, they should because it, I always thought that was weird too. That I'm like, why why in the world are we why are we, we naming storms? And it's not like it's just like any kind of name. It's always some kind of it is. It's like Hurricane Florence. That's a really pretty name. That's a beautiful yeah, name. It was not Florence a pretty
4: storm. I'm like, going to stay. <laughs> what was <laughs> yeah. that like? What was it like like um what was it like being in that wind and that the flood? What was it like? Uh,
0: I mean, it was, it was, uh, we, we went, I think it was seven days without any kind of electricity. Uh, so I lost every bit of food that was in my refrigerator. Um, wow. but out there in the wind, I was actually staying, I was standing outside in the wind. I, I actually on my Facebook, I have a recording of me standing outside as I'm recording it and, uh, just letting everybody know. How it how it is? Because I kept on getting calls and texts, and finally I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna make a video, let everybody know how I'm doing. And they're like, are you crazy? You're standing outside in that, looking at everything blowing behind you. What are you doing? I was like, what? Nah, it's fun. <laughs> Fine. But
3: they were, uh, yeah. We kind of have the same storm here.
0: Uh, it was kind of exciting. It's
3: got a scary name. What was it? What was the name? Now, I'm not sure if it's going to sound scary to you, but here we call it Leimer. So when they say Leimer is coming, the people know that there's going to be trouble. I mean, boats, because my city is a coastal city, so all boats stop going to the sea. Everybody comes back to land. People uh, really try to tighten their satellite dishes. Everybody checks everything. Uh, So yeah, it's got a scary name and it works well. Even if it's not a strong storm, people take care of themselves. Yeah, that's... uh, That
1: is Uh, crazy. I hear hear a
4: baby. I hear baby in the background. Who is
1: that? That's
0: my... my, The one that you hear is uh, my dog, Bear. He's the one that normally goes out camping with me and
3: whatnot.
4: I have four.
3: I got three of four four four. dogs.
4: Yep, I have three pit bulls well, I have a Pitbull Mastiff mix, two other pit bulls, and a Rottweiler.
0: Yeah, I have uh, – <laughs> let me see. I have uh, – the oldest is uh, 12. She's an English Springer Spaniel. And then I have uh, my other one there. He's three. He's going to be four soon. He's uh, half Husky, half Australian Shepherd. Uh, and then my other one is a blue tick hound and he's, he's only seven months old and he's almost 70 pounds. So he's, he's a big boy.
4: Oh, he's a big boy. Uh, uh, that's, I went to school for canine nutrition and behavior. Mm-hmm. I went to school for about six years and then I traveled from Colorado to Los Angeles, working at different shelters and working with dogs. So cool. I, I love, I love all the different, like all the different breeds, the mutts, everything.
3: Hey, Fabood, guess who it is? Oh boy.
4: Adam, it's Adam. Now, buddy.
3: <laughs>
5: hey, Adam, my market. man, how are you? <laughs>
4: not bad.
5: Good to be heard again.
4: Who's Adam?
0: Uh, Adam I'm is Dan's fun. brother. That's my brother. He's my younger brother. He's he's oh. on the show sometimes. Me doing at morning time.
4: Hi, Adam. Hello. <laughs> I'm the I'm the crazy brother. The uh, squirrel
0: boy. Squirrel boy. Hey. Yes, yes. That's exactly who we were talking about. Squirrel boy.
1: Squeak. <laughs>
0: uh oh! Wow, we're actually we're popping up on the three hour mark. So I'm gonna get a pop up soon telling me that. Get everything uh, wrapped up.
1: Well, oh, Shut it down. And kick up a new one. Screw it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's saying that now. <laughs> he's hey, I'll,
4: I'll let you go. You guys, it was great speaking to all of you. Thank you for having me on yeah, your show. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank uh, you. No
0: problem, Ash. At any time, again, uh, I know you did. I believe you, you shared a story with us uh, like a couple weeks ago. Um, so anytime you want to jump on and share any kind of swerve with us, be my guest. Um, and uh, Max, we're going to be uh, going back uh, to the regular platform on Monday. So if you want to share your story that you're telling me about, or a couple of them that you're, you're, you're mentioning, Yeah, man, definitely call in. Um, we're going to be Wait. doing it. Hmm?
4: What type of, st- what type of story? What type of stories?
0: Uh, well, we, the monster investigators of America, that's the name of the podcast. So, We do anything from, uh, you know, cryptids like Bigfoot, like the Sasquatch dogmen to uh, uh, the paranormal and then UFOs, aliens. We talk about conspiracy theories sometimes, too. So, yeah, definitely. Um, Hopefully, uh, Max, when he gets a chance uh, Monday, uh, we'll be able to share some of the stories that he was telling me about that he wanted to share. Uh, that's pretty much what normally we do here. Yeah, we just got the sign. So that's normally what we do on my show. We we talk about those types of stories. But today, I wanted to, uh, you know, change things up a tiny bit, talk to whoever was on here. And I originally started by thanking uh, for Boone for having me on his show yesterday, which was uh, awesome. It was my honor, man. Uh, that's that's pretty you- much what my show started out as.
4: What do you think if I um, if I share some EVPs next show?
0: That would be awesome. I would, awesome. I would love that. Hmm. Yeah, definitely right. with EVP. Uh, yeah, I'm just getting a countdown now. So, everybody, I'm just going to do my normal uh, goodbye. I uh, want to uh, thank everybody for that called in and uh, got to share some stories with us. Thank you for listening. And, you know, everybody out there, like I was saying earlier today, please take care of one another. Watch out for another. And uh, don't be a what I like to call a watcher. You know, try to step in and help somebody out. Until the next time, I'll catch you all later. Be good and be good at it.
3: <laughs> take care, Dan.
0: And as always, uh, thank you very much, man, for talking, calling in. It's always great
1: having you. Uh And now they're giving me a nice countdown. One less than one minute. All right, catch y'all.